0: What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. New, 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 new and welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. We back in the building on hump day. Hump day. We got, on over, we got over on Slow Tuesday, and we're back to hump day. We getting our mind on our money and our money on our mind. This is the blue chip mindset series. Episode number 50 in the building. Episode number 50. Wow. Did you even know that we could get here? How did you get here? Nobody's supposed to be here. (laughs) I tried that love thing for the last time. Ah. says no no cg is supposed to be here all right yo did y'all do biden yesterday man the blue chip mindset is the number one series growing series on youtube and i have some good news in 2023 we will be adding an extra day of the blue chip mindset series indeed we we'll be adding a second day of the blue chip mindset series. If you didn't know, we get our mind on our money and our money on our mind. We give a chance to tell you CGA's doom and gloom prophecies because I'm the Bruce Wayne of this is also the king of content, the speaker of truth and yours truly, Coach Adamus, Mr. Coach Alini, right here in the desert storm bunker. You know what it is around here. This is what we do. And uh, uh, despite the fact, despite the fact that this is some uh, some of the lowest rated series is that we do here is very important to a lot of men. So we're going to make plans to get more of this content and information out as we're all growing, we're all evolving and we all need different types of information. And it isn't because we're not bringing balance. We're bringing great balance. By the way, the blue chip mindset series playlist, all 50 episodes should be in the link in the description box below on the free agent lifestyle channel. You can click that link and then you can get episode number one through 50. Probably not in order, though, all right, of the Blue Chip Mindset series. And if you wanted to know what the Blue Chip Mindset series is all about, uh, first of all, this is a podcast. We're going to talk about that when we get a moment to grift. Uh, brought to you by Trollo, the candy with a little bit of jealousy in the middle. Uh, what we are going to do here is um, um, this this is a streaming channel. This this channel where we do live streams. I know you ninjas. And when I say ninjas, I'm not just talking about black men. Uh, it's, we're talking about men. Uh, are lazy we know ninjas are lazy y'all notorious are lazy i get it you don't have time not everybody has time to watch this entire show um and i do things i have other places where i put cut-ups and edits of this show so we're tired of the complaining lazy quiet quitting ninja coming over here telling us can you can you tell us just the can i just get the the main point can can i get the main point of the show we tell you how you do there there's a there's a organized chaos that goes on here in youtube and in this organized chaos, I'll provide you guys with opportunities to find this content in other places. And still, I get charged for being a grifter. All right. <laughs> I'm a grifter. I love it, though. I'm, that's that's my that's my tap. That's my title. I'll accept it. Most most things that people talk about here, I'll accept it because you got nothing else. What I want people to do. And I know we're getting off, off track. I want people to come in here and say, CGA is a liar. Right. I, until I hear that, I'm going to keep going pedal to the metal. Full speed ahead. I can't drive. 55. I can't drive 55. Okay. All right. Y'all can call me whatever y'all want. Y'all can call me the monkey in the middle if you want to. (laughs) Y'all can call me all kind of coons, Uncle Tom, sellouts. You can call me bitter and hurt until y'all start saying I proved CGA is a liar. All right. I want videos to show I'm going to show CGA's lying. And then you put in all the facts. To counter everything that I'm talking about. Him only talking about himself. him It don't apply to everybody. Despite the fact that I give you the data and statistics. All right. I give you the statistics. I give you the facts over here. Nobody's pulling me. Nobody's calling me a liar. That's the one thing I'm waiting for. I'll be waiting for you. They be calling me all kinds of names. I'll be like, hmm. Well, they still haven't beat me. (laughs) Still haven't beat me in a debate. Still haven't proven me wrong. Still haven't called me a liar. What else are they going to call me? Call me everything. All right. But what I'm going to call your ass is, a, you know, what I'm going to call for you as a nurse, all right? Because I'm killing the game out here, yo. We're we going to be killing you out here. Yo, we slaying them out here. You need a nurse. You need an ammo Y'all need an ammo lambs of what CGA's doing, man. I know, man, that y'all tried to stop me, man. Come on, man. I know y'all going to do whatever y'all need to do, but it is what it is. Yeah. Anyway, the blue chip mindset, what it is about a little bit of braggadocio over there. This is the blue chip mindset. It's in the American lexicon, the word, the term, the phrase blue chip. There you get right here, blue chips. Uh, this is related to the gambling blue chips, uh, the, the common three color poker. Uh, and the blue chip represented the highest value. We're aiming towards the highest value. So in gambling, um, notoriously, of, of course, when you go to Vegas, there's going to be all cover, all color chips. All right. But um, Now the blue chip in three color poker represented the highest value. So that's where we're aiming. What else does blue chip mean? All right, there's blue chips right there. And I do this because a lot of people are new to the series. Blue chip stocks. These are the common companies that have the most well-known reputations. Not only is high value associated with blue chip, but reputation, well-known, high quality, high quality. Listen to these phrases. These are the names that you want to attach to yourself. Not that you're a Mac or a player. You want to be known for high quality. You want to be known, well-known for your reputation. You want your reputation to precede you in a positive way. These are the blue chip stocks. What about blue chip recruits? These are the recruits, the four- and five-star recruits that make up the championship teams that you see every week, the 10 universities that compete for the national championship every year. All right? These are the, the kids that get all that money. They get money when they come I into. They, money. they have the talent. All right. What about the Ivy Leagues? The all Ivies? Ivy's. These are the blue chip reputation universities. So this blue chip mindset, blue chip mindset is definitely ingrained in our culture. Not, not, not a lot of people knew about the term or the phrase blue chip. Okay. They know about blue bloods elites, but the blue chip is what people look for. If you're coming from a university and you're Getting recruited by headhunters at universities, uh, I mean at corporations, you want to be the blue chippers. You want to be the ones that can command and negotiate top salaries coming in the door because believe me, all right, they're doing that. Blue chip people come in with with nothing but a degree from a blue chip university, and they're commanding uh, six-figure incomes, and they have several corporations competing for them. All right, so that's the blue chip reputation. There, we'll also talk about the working class individuals, the self-employed people, how you can be a blue chipper. In today's stream, we're talking about classism. You know me, man. I'm a I'm a I'm an admitted classist over here. I'm not a racist. I'm definitely not a I'm definitely not a uh oh oh phobist. Uh, but I definitely is a classist. All right, I'm not a I'm not a misogynist. But CGA about that classism. All right. I've always been a little bit snobby and snooty out here. These are the subject matters that we're going to cover today. Even when I was homeless, I was a little snooty. I was a snooty homeless person. (laughs) Okay. I was like, I'm not hanging out with them. All right. Meanwhile, none of us got a roof over our head. However, I had a car. I was like, (laughs) I'll show them. (laughs) Definitely is. I'm not a Marxist. I'm not a racist. I'm not a fat phobist. I'm not a transitionist. I am definitely a classist, though. So uh, you're going to get offended by my classist uppity snooty mentality. You know, you might call it bougie. You might call it all of that stuff. You might even call it a sellout. I don't know what you would call it. But I definitely got the my nose in the air a lot. Yeah, man. I'm very judgmental of class people. And listen, class is a part of a capitalist society. A lot of people will talk about class warfare and all of these things. These are typically broke people. These are people that they ain't got no money. All right. They ain't got no money. I got and money. and 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 just one thing here. Money does not even is that's just one component of class. There's a bunch of ones. We're going to talk about it today. That's just only one component of class. And in our country today, we're having the great class reset, meaning there are people that thought they were in one class in about a year to five years. You're going to be in a lower class or an upper class. You're going to be able to rise or you're going to be able to fall in this great class reset. The idea that you had about class is going to change dynamically. Let me give you an example. Um, On the money side, uh, there's people that are in um, uh, what we will call social media influencers. Social media influencers really took a leap forward in class, in, in the financial term, and in reputation, and in prestige and status in 2020. In 2020, if you were a social media content creator... You could have had started in 2020 or you could have already been bumping your head around in 2015 when there was nothing going on. But you took a great leap forward, meaning you became a celebrity. You became a higher status person. Many people changed in their class in terms of financial. You jumped, You jump three or four classes. I know people say there's only three or four classes. You jump four classes when you t- think about how I break it down. You jump four classes overnight. In 2020, and now these people are going to be able to leverage and go forward and be able to achieve um, status. They're going to rise up in the great class reset. Okay, that's just one instance. Uh, people that were in the digital world or tech, those people were able to leap up and leap forward. If you're in a situation where you lost money, you you took a pay cut, but you even got a little bit of bonus in salaries. All right, you fail in the class system. You fail. Because there's a shrinking middle class, as we'll talk about, we'll break all of this down. But you fell down, you tumbled down because of inflation. Okay. And inflation, um, uh, despite the fact they want to bring inflation down, the prices never come down. All right, gas is only the ones that can fluctuate. But when there's a new price being placed on items, goods, and services, all right, that's the new price. So that when you come out of the next, you know, once once inflation's kind of solved here, you'll still bump down a class. You went down a class. You definitely bumped down. So um, if you were a person that had a family business, you had a small business, you had a small family hardware store, Shane, in 2019. In 2023, you fail a class. All right. You drop down. Why? Because they shut all of those places down. Those were the first places in the Great Reset that they shut down. You struggled. You lost your business. And thus you had to find a new way of earning. They closed your doors, what they would call shuttered your businesses to protect people against the heavy. I'm sorry, the flying, the flying, uh, the flying COVID. All right. And so now you've had to figure things out, and you many people never recovered. You drop down a class. All right. So these are what we're talking about here: the great class reset. And because it's in real time, most ham and eggers can't figure it out. Most ham and eggers are voting people in to try to fix the situation. Most ham and eggers are just standing in the middle of the road ready to get splattered. Most people are trying to figure out the people who are talking about this. You're the doom and gloomers. You're the conspiracy theorists. There are people who are going to say, we're going to go back to the new normal. We'll go back to what it was. You guys are idiots. I'm telling you, you got to see things in real time. And CGA, because I'm the great Coach Adamus, the great Coach Lini, I see things in real t- time, and I call it. I call. I'm not afraid to call it. And most of the time when I call it, it's bad. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But don't get lost in the bad. All right. What you need to pull out of the the doom and gloom is the the lesson. You need to pull the lesson out because I'm telling you there's a lane, but you need to switch your what? Mindset. You have to change your mindset and recognize in real time what's happening because people are going, well, let's just bring it back to what it was and let's keep it back and let's put this person in the hill, fix it. Nope, Mm -hmm. it's not. It just changes It just changes. And when a person is confident enough to call the shots and Coach Alini is 99.9% right. Everything that I called when we get to the layoffs, I'm going to show you everything that I called. I've been talking about this for years. I was like, this thing is coming down. It's collapsing. We can no longer support this system. People are going to go broke. Uh, What are we going to do with the women? I'm like, what are we going to do with women? Women, feminism is going to fall flat on its face. All it needs is a, I said, a plague. If you go back, I predicted in November, 2019, that there was coming something coming on the horizon. And everybody called me doom and gloom back then. I was like, something's coming up. And the reason I said that is because um time-wise, we needed something. Every 10, 12, 15 years, there's a recession. All right. At that point, we was riding high off the um off the um the great housing market. The the two the banks are too big to fail, right? All of those things. We were riding high, and everybody was dumb, and everybody thought this was going to last forever. And I was like, No, it ain't. Plus, socially, we were bankrupt and corrupt. Socially, we were bankrupt and corrupt. I was like, socially, we got this thing all messed up. All right, women think they making their own money. Dudes out here giving up. I was like, something's on the horizon. And I wrote the book, The Evolution, to show you. I was like, this can't last forever. (laughs) Coach Adamus is in the building. You got to give me my flowers, man. I called this. But now, here's the thing, man. Now we're going to take you from... The, the, the wrong mindset, the poverty mindset, the communal mindset, the mindset of I can't make it and we're going to take it to the next level based on what we talked about, man. Anyway, doom and gloom, CGA in the building call the Amalams. <laughs> it is what it is. I know the where's my dude that was telling me I was wrong on the economy and, and my social stuff. Him wrong. Stick to talking about women. All right, dude. if you look at go back and look at everything that I've been talking about and I hate to pat my own back, but dudes were in the comment section. Stick to talk about women. You don't know what you're talking about. Don't talk politics. Don't talk money. Don't talk economics. You're an idiot. You're a moron. Look at us now. Call a Amalams. lambs. Call a ammo lambs on your ass. <laughs> All right, uh wow. Today, dollar sign cga live is how you contribute to today's show. All right, dollar sign cga live is how you contribute to today's show via the cash app. Also, PayPal. PayPal.me. Did I put it in there? Oh hell no. Man, this is despicable. All right, my assistant then type it in. All right, so now I gotta type it in mid-show with this damn keyboard over here. All right, cap lock is on and all that. All right, Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV. Also, you can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel over there. New, 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 world order. All right, hold on for a second. And then PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adam. Let me type it in real quick because Kaylee forgot. Kaylee's right now taking a sleep because I didn't clap her out. All right, hold on for a second. Kaylee out there sweating. She got to go to her class in a minute. Hey, Kaylee, you got to be in class in a minute. Take your ass back to school. All right. You talking about university? <laughs> All right, there it is right there. There it is right there. <laughs> Uh, I forgot to put the link in. All right. And um, and uh, yeah, let's get to some earlier contributors to today's show. appreciate you, man. Rational Rationality says, good morning, Sensei Coach, Sensei CGA for life. <laughs> for, life, for life. All right. Shout out to T-Mon Jr. Coach. Would you rather be forced to play the PayPal puzzle game every time you switch tabs or have a stream with no air conditioning? I'll do the PayPal puzzle. I'll do the PayPal plus. I got to have air conditioner. I will be a melted milk dud by the end of this damn thing, bro. Shout out to David K. I'm he says, pay tuition to your best series. He says, also, the dark side hoodie is some heat. The dark side is what it is over there. Where's my dark side laugh? Where's my dark side laugh? Oh, I can't find it. I didn't review this earlier. I don't got no dark side laugh. Oh, there it is right there. <laughs> All right, this is where it is. All right, shout out to Clifton. <laughs> shout out to Clifton Russell here. Keep it up. Thank you for that super chat, Crypto Keeper. Oh, get your crypto, bruh. Get I listen. Some people ain't going to get none. Oh, it's a scam. Everybody that says it's a scam, they actually avoid it and we're going to talk about classism. There's going to be a class of people that have there's there's class of people right now that got wealthy off of crypto. Since 2012. But yeah, I'm just telling you, man, look, it can be a scam, but uh, there's also a bubble. There's also a uh, there's also the 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 rise in it where you can put the money in and take it out. But you got to have extra money for that shit. You got to have you got to have extra money. It's not a lot of money either. You can put two thousand dollars in crypto right now and chill and wait four or five years. It'll be worth some money. But you got to look at that two thousand dollars as throwaway money. Not throw away money, but you got to be like that's that's discretionary income. That's discretionary income. It's two grand. <laughs> All right, and then if it bubbles, you like I hit. If you don't do nothing, you like oh well. Discretionary income. Shout out to uh, Crypto Keeper. He says I appreciate you, Coach One Hundred, and I've been waiting for this stream one hundred percent. Big big fan. I appreciate you, brother over there. Um, but uh, man, we talk about this thing here. When I get to the moment of grift, I'm going to show you that. The moment the grift is coming up here soon. All right, shout out to Cash App in the building. Who do we got over in Cash App this morning? Nobody? Yes, we do. Teddy P. Whoa, holy moly, my man said. I'm Fast money. Teddy P. in the building. Lord have mercy. He dropped it on us. And by the way, I'm broke, I'm y'all. If somebody says, Crystal. Crypto crashing right now. So is everything, bro. Everything's crashing. No crunchy's crashing. What are you going to do? Just sit there and look at it. Everything's going down. Shout out to Teddy Fast Money Teddy. He says being consistent with uh, a message men need to hear being consistent with a message men need to hear. By the way, if you've been following the political arena, most of the messages of the people who were running had no solutions for men. I know people, women are like, this is reprehensible, but they had, no, especially black men. I hope you were paying attention. I've been trying to tell you ninjas to pay attention. They had nothing for you on this midterm zero, mm. zip, zip. Not even the dude that won in Maryland had anything for you. Shout out to that brother. They had nothing. And here you go. Shout out to. Uh, XL Pro Services, Survive and Thrive. That's the name of the game, and this is Survival of the Fittest. All right, Lawar Moore, Blue Chip Mindset. He says, celebrating 50 episodes, boom, in the building. Yes, indeed, 50, 50 episodes of the Blue Chip Mindset series. Wow, I'm looking at my Venmo, and I had it on the wrong screen. Did I get Mr. Aaron? I think I got you uh, yesterday, but I'll, I'll acknowledge you. I think you might have put this out. As the show concluded, he says, forgive me for my sins against the coach. He spits, he spits some truth and it hurts my feelings. Wow. He said he speaks the truth, man. Shout out to you. I'll give you a, he was, a. he put that out as the show concluded. So I wanted to acknowledge him. And Eddie says, a girl I know who was a hairstylist told me she had to go back scripping because she isn't making enough money at the shop. He says she even told me the club isn't what it used to be, but she can earn more in there than her shop. Spot on, CGA. What do we tell you guys out here?
1: I got money. And uh, because I'm
0: on the dark side, I got my ear to the street. I know people think I'd be in the house with the lights off, 50 candles, drawing pentagrams on the screen, and with a hoodie, uh, with a light going back and forth like this complaining about women crying no i got my ear to the street i got little birds out there and they're telling me and i come back and report to you i will be like man them scrippers are struggling them scrippers are struggling out there not only are the scrippers struggling young women under the age of 30 they out here getting cheeks clapped (laughs) for money hold up once you go out there, man, that's kind of like what they call street knowledge or um, the school of hard knocks, right? The school of hard knocks or common phrases. We've we've gotten away from these phrases. We've made a lot of a society of weak men, and we everybody thinks they could just sit behind their computer and be good. Not everybody can. You guys got to get your feet to the street. You got to get boots on the street in order to understand this world. You got you can't just sit inside all the time, right? You got to get boots on the street to really understand. Now, with that being said, when you're on the dark side, you're going to get an extra bit of knowledge. You're going to get what they call the black market. You're going to understand how things work and how things move. Where normies and knuckle draggers who punch in and clock in and clock out every day and go to Starbucks and then they go to uh, Krispy Kreme. And then afterwards, they go to they go to Chili's or two for 20 Applebee's. Mm. They have no clue of what's going on. And this is part of classism. Yeah, we need little birds. A little bird told me uh, this is a part of being on the dark side. <laughs> he said they go to Target. Oh, I went to Target. The whole Target joke, they think it's funny. I went to Target for two things, and I ended up with 50 items. <laughs> mm. You ever go to Target for toilet paper, and you end up with a cart full of stuff? <laughs> Normie humor. Shout out to Normie humor. You know what I mean? I... I cringe because, I, you know, I, I could easily capitalize on normie humor and do some stuff like normie humor stuff. I mean, listen, normie humor is normie humor is big. I mean, listen, like all of these little sitcoms and all of these little Instagram posts, do you see them? They'll get millions of views. They'll get 50 million views and it'll be all normie humor. <laughs> Now, if you go speak some truth on the social media site, like, nobody's here for this. This is reprehensible. Who thinks like this? You need trauma and you have trauma and therapy. You hurt, right? You you say anything. Let me kick some real stuff over here. Oh, they don't want to hear that. They want normie humor. They want to let not even knee slapping humor. They, the humor so bad, the, the people, they have to tell you when to clap. Oh, don't clap right here. Don't laugh. Laugh now. <laughs> <laughs> Normie humor. I could do normie humor too, man. But it's kind of just oh. I look at normies. I'll be looking at normies like <laughs> you ever look at you ever look at a mouth breather and just be looking at them like damn. Like you just going about life. You just you just you just here. You just here stealing oxygen, huh? <laughs> you like you don't know where you going, huh? You just following somebody else's lead, huh? <laughs> We call these people the deaf, dumb, and blind. All right, You're you're part of the deaf, the deaf, the deaf you can't hear, dumb and blind. You don't know where you're going. You don't know how you got here. And this part of classism, because most of your introduction into classism was your parent, your parent or your grandparent or your family. And if they were all normies, too, uh, they sucked you in and you just here just stealing oxygen. You just existing out here. (laughs) It's just a leaf in the wind. You're like, oh, man, boy, you the walking dead. Like you go to your strip mall, you go to your little mall, you know, you go to the mall. We're going to go to the mall. You take the family all out there. You walk around the mall like, oh, <laughs> all right. Anyway, let me stop, man. Let me stop messing with these people. They gonna get pissed at me. All right. Did I get did I get PayPal? Shout out to a uh, rusted junk in the building. He dropped by to drop a little money. All right. Shout out to you. He says celebrating 50 of the blue chip mindset. Thank you, CGA, for continuing to drop this wisdom instead of being stagnant and happy. My life is an ongoing change, changing process, even at age 45. Building my net worth in the midst of this chaos is my focus. Let the peasants enjoy their short lived blue splash. Yes, indeed. Uh, congratulations. And I see, man, you are evolving significantly. And we share it all on The Money Mindset on Sundays. And I was happy to hear your progress in your mindset and all that. Let me do two more and we'll get on to the show. Uh, Shout out to SAU Morning Coach. We here holding masculine frame from south of the border in Mexico like my boy Frank Cisco. He says the world is going to hell. Let them burn. A lot of people are going to get burned. You guys going to come out of this? Most people broker. I mean, it could be myself, too. I'm not saying that I'm, I'm going to survive, but I'm sure going to fight. But most people, y'all don't realize, y'all going to come out. <laughs> Jay Cool here. He says here to say that this blue chip information is very important to me. So never stop. Also, I'm still building my resources, learning how to think of women and as they are learning RP knowledge and applying it as well and becoming a man more and more every day all while being 55 years old. My Johnson is also challenging a challenge that I must face every day as well. And that's all of us, to, to be honest. He says, in that, I am who I am, and those feelings are entirely normal and healthy. Absolutely. Even if what people call you, um, some of the feelings that men have, um, if it doesn't fall in the normie mindset, they're going to call you names. Oh, you're a perv, you're this, and you're that, and you're this, and you're disgusting, and but." By- Trust me, this is totally normal, totally normal. And they may be the ones that are unhealthy because they repress simple ideas. And whatever their ideas they're repressing, they're using religion and social uh, conditioning, social programming, which isn't a negative thing. We all should be socialized to us an extent. But they use those things to talk themselves out of talk themselves out of a normal thought. Let me give you an example because people are going to say, what are you talking about, CGA? I'm going to give you an example. This isn't all church people. This isn't all church reverends or pastors. But have you ever seen a church pastor get up there every week and talk about you heathens and you 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 de- demonic people and you fornicators and so forth and so on and find they ass in a sex scandal? You find a ass in the sex scandal. they be like Jimmy Swagger. they be like Jimmy Swagger. <laughs> now this dude done spoke for 50, 11 years about fornicators, about this and how to condition your mind. Why? Because he's fighting that. It's a repression. Those are thoughts that he has. When they get the opportunity to do that, all of a sudden you find out they slept with the whole, the whole church parishioners, all the females, or even the mill the men, Bishop Eddie Long. So, this is what I'm talking about. That's the repressed mindset that they're repressed. They're repressing true feelings. They have true feelings that they want to push out to the world. And they might be evil. They might be just true feelings. But then they use religion or social pressures to put it back. And then they 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 demonize everybody else when they truly are the demon themselves. They truly have those thoughts. It's not normal to have those thoughts. No, th- it, it apparently it is, sir. Apparently, Bishop Eddie Long, it is apparently in R.I.P. to him. Apparently, all of these people. So that's what I'm calling repression. Repression is unhealthy. You have to have discipline to be able to, you know, uh, um, you know, put these thoughts in a proper perspective. But putting them away and acting like um, that, that they're not there is unhealthy. Everybody has sex. We're human. We're animals. We're animals out here sexually. And it's very uh, simple. Men give salami. Women take salami. That's how we got here. That's how your mama had you. That's how you were born. And your mama got cheeks clapped and skeeted in a bunch of times before you even got here. That's just the truth. And if you want to act like it's not happening, go ahead. If You want to act like the stork brought you and continue to let people all oh, just the storks don't bring you and you just happen to be there. And I, you were a crust in my corner of my eye. Then you were in my your your mama's belly. We can we get to continue to play that game if you want. But it's unhealthy. Let's talk about things as they are and stop trying to crucify people or categorize people or put names on people because they're having healthy thoughts. The unhealthy people are the people who are trying to hide these thoughts or call people names because they have thoughts. Like, for instance, I like younger women. You can call it what you want, but it's certainly natural. It's natural. It's been as natural as the first day on this earth. It's natural as as prostitution in, a, in, in the oldest profession. It's supernatural. It is what has been done for the longest time, period. Mm. (laughs) Okay. If you keep wanting to call people names about it, what you're going to find out is the men that are called men, uh, men names about that. They wish they had a young, nice piece of firm, tight skin, beautiful, shiny hair, supple, firm, fit, feminine, young woman. They wish they had one, but they can't get one. So they rather call CGA names like you or what? They rather say I'm a metaphile <laughs> That's just jealousy talking. You wish he was in there, but anyway, man, yo. We taking it. We we going in, man. Shout out to the Time Sam gang. Perky, bouncy. Yeah, you wish, but I'll be down there at the junior college. All right, man, a moment to grift real quick. Uh, you know how we do. We'll do it really quick here. We're going to do a moment to grift. Uh, as you guys know, man, this is a, a CGA spread across the whole metaverse, if you can. <laughs> the metaphiles in the metaverse definitely uh, grifting out here. And as you guys know, this is a long formatted show. This is three hours every day. I know you want the secrets to life in 20 minutes, but CGA can't give it to you like that. We got to give you the best entertainment here on YouTube. But if you do want edits, there's places. We call it the big six. These are the big six channels of the 12 channels that CGA has. CGA reacts get two cuts a day, two cuts a day plus two shorts over there. So if you are, don't have the time, you can go over to CGA reacts and subscribe over there. You also have the big, big, big channel right here. The mother ship over here, Coach Greg Adams channel. We do one edit a day, as you can see here. One of these live stream edits lands over there, and you get one shorts over there as well. Man, we over there getting a hustle on. You arrived at the Free Agent Lifestyle channel right there. We hit 80,000 subscribers. On the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, you're getting the long-form content. You're also getting shorts, lifestyle shorts over there. We got the Porsche 911. We got me out in the street. We outside out there. Yes, we doing it big around here in CGA Sports, and our puppy channel will be back. All right, man, what else is going on in the world here? We got we got uh, the Patreon over there. If you want to join the money mindset, which is the blue chip mindset on steroids on Sundays, we allow you to come on Patreon. Patreon, Coach Greg Adams. uh, It's it's, uh, patreon.com backslash Coach Greg Adams right there, right there. That's the money mindset. We appear on Sunday evenings and we get busy and we get our money on our mind and our mind on our money. We talk about everything over there. We talked about land ownership in our last stream over there. So go ahead and pay a visit over there. And the final grift is going to be CoachGregAdams.Locals.com. That's where you get the junior college content. And also you get to share your stories over there. And I use some of these stories as content. So go over there. The Human Resources Department wanted to let you know to go to CoachGregAdams.Locals.com to get exclusive content. That is the members only content. And uh, you don't even you can go over there. You don't even have to pay no money over there. But if you want to get the live streams on Sunday morning, you definitely got to pay that money. So shout out. Shout out to the what? The Human Resource Department here at the Coach Greg Adams. That is allowing us a moment to grift. And we aren't the Mother Teresa's of this damn thing around here. All right. We got to support ourselves. We got to pay rent. We got to pay the lights and all of that stuff. And you'd be an idiot if you're on social media as a hobby when you got a big audience. So listen. (laughs) Anyway, anyway, man, shout out to a moment, the grift. And it is time to get into the first, 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 first part of the show here. This is the first subject. We already started the show. This is America survived the election day. Shout out to all the Americans, the real Americans out here. Shout out to the real Americans. You survived. No riots. Nobody shot each other or anything like that. You survived. Uh, Was there a red wave? Remember, everybody said there was going to be a red wave. Well, here's the deal. Let me just give you the real deal about the red wave. So essentially, there was a red red wave, but the the results in many of these municipalities are stuck in the muck and mire of politics. Right. The media has the arm. The media is trying to dampen down the red wave. Right. So essentially, the House and the Senate is going to go back to the Republicans for all intents and purposes. There were some upsets like John Fetterman winning in Pennsylvania. That was an upset. I didn't think he would be able to survive. But if you think about it, you didn't see much of Dr. Oz at all. It was all John Fetterman. So, uh, but um, he took that away. Uh, the brother that won in Maryland, I believe that was pretty good. Uh, your girl in Georgia took that L. Mm. <laughs> Somebody predicted Fetterman. I mean, he had, oh, he was a media darling. I mean, they pushed him pretty hard. So it's not a surprise. And plus he had deep pockets. Uh, the woman in the, oh, you see, they got my stream jacked up already. Uh, what's the woman in Georgia's name? She took that L. Mm. She took that L. Wes Moore is the brother in Maryland. Um, uh, The woman in Georgia, um, Abrams. I mean, you knew she was going to lose. It was just too easy. But unfortunately, because they had nothing for black men and particularly um, uh, other than her dancing, trying to dance, she had nothing for black men. Black men didn't appear to have a sense of urgency to show up in Atlanta. Um, both sides think they got screwed. So that's neither here nor there. And, um, and she took that L and that was predictable. Everybody saw that coming and it was just going to be an opportunity for people to now claim to be more victimized than they are. I think black women took an L, uh, related to Stacey Abrams. And, uh, it just shows you we're not ready for that mindset to be put out into political office. Not at that high level, not at that high level. We're not ready for that. And, uh, if there is a candidate that's going to be ready for that, they better have solutions for black men or at least integrate them in the problem solving and not just not just uh, treat them like a piece of shit. All right. And talk about them and, and complain about them and tell them the vote, no voting, no bucking. You better have something better than that. And she could not even win in a primarily black uh, pretty it's not primarily black, but you have enough black people in Atlanta that could have swayed it. Didn't work out. And that was Jermaine's fault. As you guys know, it is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Uh, Maricopa County, Arizona, You got some effery down there, so they got to figure that out. DeSantis wins, and so does um, Marco Rubio. As I predicted, that was pretty much going to be what it was. And then, as you know, I'm going to say you got the primary, the the House and the Senate going back to the Republicans, which is going to make it tough for Joe Biden. So if you did Biden, Biden historically, I mean, Trump had this as well. He had the House and the Senate for two years of his presidency. So did Biden. And now it's going to make things difficult. Um, When it transitions back and forth, when there's a little bit more balance in power, they can't get away with a lot of things and just sign things off and all of that. So it's going to make things interesting. But what I'm saying is I'm giving you my biases as well. But what I'm saying is going to make it interesting when Trump did not have the advantage, when he had the House in the Democratic um, favor in in the Democrats favor, it made his presidency horrible. I mean, they dragged his ass. Remember the walk of shame? Remember, they kept walking. Remember they kept walking with a pen and papers, and they was the dude with the big bug eye dude name and Nancy Pelosi. That was the that was two years of his presidency that he could not get back. Right? They was just the Democrats was dragging his ass. No, so are the Republicans gonna do that? Uh now that they have the House and the Senate potentially? I mean, I don't think they're gonna do all of that. The the Republican side is they're they're not as aggressive like that. What is that dude's name? Yeah. <laughs> It's called the yeah. It's lame duck at that particular point, and somebody said it's called the lame duck presidency. Yeah, you're you're lame duck at that point. There's nothing you could do. You're basically there's nothing. Your hands are tied, and that's where he's going to be. And I don't think he's going to run again. If they do, it's going to be a catastrophe. But he's lame duck. He's stuck. He's stuck in the mud, and it's just going to stuffs going to get bounced back and forth. Nothing's going to get accomplished. And so that's typically that's a that's a slight overview. It's very very generic. Very generic, but that's a slight overview that what is taking place here. I'm saying that there was a red wave, although the media is not painting it as a red wave. They lost the advantage in the House and the Senate. That's a red wave enough. Well, it was a slight red wave. It's a, re- you lost. Okay, so now what does they got to do? It's going to tie everything up. It's going to tie in. It. Yeah, Chuck, not Chuck Schumer. The other dude from Burbank. The other dude, the big bug eye dude, the Burbank dude. The media is calling it a ripple. They're calling it a pink wave. But it, it it's we still have places that haven't even be, been decided. And when you lose the when you lose the advantage, that's another Adam Shifty, Shifty Shiftler. Oh yeah. Mm. So that's what happened in Trump's presidency when he when he lost the house. So that's how big of a deal that was. And that made him lame duck as well. It it, it ruins you. It, it makes you basically it takes away the balance of power. Or no, actually, it puts balance of power in. It gives balance of power back. So um anyway, that's what's going on there. Those were the highlights. I'm glad everybody survived. No cities burned down. Are we good? Okay. Are we good? We can move forward with life. Well, this is going to be your new reality. Uh let's see check in with Tyrese. This is the typical mindset of a simp. All right. Uh shout out to Tyrese. I know celebrities watch my channel, but Tyrese, there's a few people on the world in the world that I disagree with like on everything. Like he's the type of dude That I could be with him and he would probably annoy me like 99.9% of the time. We would disagree on just about everything. Listen to this guy and what he's pushing out there. Since we're talking about this, this is the type of mindset, the ignorant mindset of a lot of people who are voting. And this person is a celebrity. Mm. Let's go ahead. Tyrone Biggums. Let's listen to this guy. All right. Let's listen to him. He's pushing the victim narrative. Let's let's, let's play it.
1: Jeezy went together out here in Georgia to vote the first thing that they they got because Jeezy got there before me right first thing they did was they said you can't vote because of the address on your id now keep in mind Jeezy has used this same id with the same address for the last three times that he went to vote Jeezy was pissed but we stayed calm because we understood that it was all happening in real time. I got there.
0: So what he's claim, claiming is some sort of uh, election fraud, which I thought was illegal on social media, but he's trying to say Jeezy, uh, apparently he's used the same address and the same, he's talking about a rapper, same address, same driver's license for the previous three times he voted. But it sounds like he might not have registered. Who knows? I, I can't figure out what's going on here, but let him continue.
1: First thing they told me, four people rushed me. I said, you got to go outside. You got to go outside because I was wearing the sweater that says Stacey Abrams on it.
0: Mm. <sighs> uh, Tyrese, I think the comment section in your post let y'all ask know already that you cannot wear. <laughs> like You can't. Uh, four people rushy When you go to a voting poll, which I'm surprised you went to the voting poll. You didn't mail one in. You cannot wear... Anything that represents your political affiliation at the, everybody knows this. Who, who doesn't know this? Like you can't just go in there with your Trump flag coming in there. You know what I mean? And your your MAGA hat and whatnot. <laughs> you can't wear um, a paraphernalia that has a certain political affiliation and or a certain candidate's name. I think most people were aware of that. If you made that mistake, then you found out the hard way. And so now he's trying to say he's been victimized because he came in with the, the big woman, big black woman's, the mammy's, uh, shirt on. And they rushed him and he's going to play the victim. But go ahead and continue, sir.
1: And they told me I can't vote. Because I had on this sweater, which was weird. So me and Jeezy went together.
0: There's another clip here. Let's see if I can find it
1: and said, you got to go outside. You got to go outside because I was wearing. The sweater that says Stacey Abrams on it, and they told me I can't vote because I had on this sweater
0: somebody said two, within 250 feet of the poll of the yes you can't go you can't even get in the line and then definitely can't go in there wherever they have your little kangaroo ballot right in there, right there. which was weird and they told me what else that I couldn't vote why because
1: I never registered to vote mm.
0: Yeah, bruh. <laughs> the Negro community frowns upon your shenanigans. Uh, yes, you're a victim, sir. Even Martin Luther, the king looking at your ass like this here. Martin Luther, the king looking at your ass like, wait a minute. You said what? <laughs> I have to stare at your ass Martin Luther for a minute. Wait, did you just say, did you just say you didn't register to vote? And they didn't let you? I mean, that's kind of what they were telling you months before ahead of the election. Ninjas, no voting, no bucking. Register to vote.
1: Now, I'm from L.A. I just moved to Atlanta.
0: And- <laughs> oh, so you moved and didn't register to vote in the new place. And then you went to the poll. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And dude, I listen, we need to take the vote back. We need to go. So I said, get him, daddy. Get him, daddy. We need to stop letting people vote. I'm, 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 let's go back to, let's go back to land ownership as at least the criteria. I know people back in the day ownership included slaves. I know there's, we could clean it up. We can clean it up. Let's go back to the beginning. You know what I mean? I know women couldn't vote in blacks. We can include some people. Let's go back to non ham and eggers with people with skin in the game voting. I mean, we got to have some criteria here. This is despicable.
1: California, you can show up the day of to vote, register to vote, St. California, and then vote at the same time. Most people are busy and moving, and a lot of us are very last minute. So,
0: oh, we last minute. We on CP time, so they need to just no, no, no. What are we doing?
1: The idea that I got there and I tried to register on the spot and vote, they shut it down. So they ended up giving me a Jeezy was pissed. Let's play this. So everything was uncomfortable and all of it was supposed to discourage me from voting. Oh boy. And my boy Jeezy, but we was able to get it done. And so In our minds, we like, man, we normally get the VIP treatment. We get the love, we get
0: the energy. What are you, bro? What are are you, wait a minute. What are you talking about? VIP treating and voting? What the hell are you? This tells you about California, by the way. That should tell you, that should tell you about California right there. If California is giving you the VIP treatment when you vote, LA, that, that tells you about LA. You can't count any of their votes, right? This dude said the VIP treatment in Atlanta, bro. (laughs) Y'all need to stop people voting, man. We need to have a new criteria.
1: But man, if they put us through all that, I can only imagine what everybody else is going through. So whatever city state you living in, just stay encouraged, stay in the line, and just know, man, these folks are going above and beyond to stop us from our voices being heard, man. If you're not into politics, I'm right there with you. Let's just do what we got to do to make sure our voices are being heard, man. It is really triggering, and it really hurts to know that they're going this far to stop us from being heard. Peace, show.
0: Wow, man. Good Lord. That's painful to watch, man. <laughs> that is painful, bro. That's why people, man. Again, you got to have a proper mindset. This is the blue chip mindset, man. That is the damn ham and egger mindset right there. That's absolutely reprehensible. Goodness. Anybody seen what Kamala's doing, by the way? We haven't checked in on Kamala Harris in a minute. Let's check in on our girl, man. She's our favorite. She's our favorite cackling, giggling woman. Let's see what's going on over there with Kamala Harris. Apparently, she had a town hall meeting. And uh, it's uh, the question is, this is a CNN town hall meeting. Um, hashtag Brown Willie. Uh, should women give head to get ahead? We're gonna go ahead and listen uh, to what Kamala has to say here. Let's see.
2: I think we should. Yes. I mean, look. I'm gonna be honest. It's really difficult to <laughs> when you have if you're just like if you don't gulp it down immediately, it starts to bend, yes. and, then, and then you know the little thing catches it, and then you know. But, so we gotta kind of perfect that one a little bit more. Mm. <laughs> so you can't <laughs> <different> rely on. <laughs> I mean, we got we got it. Yeah. It's, it's a process right yeah you don't just do it it's a process
0: all right all right okay yeah shout out to Kamala Harris we go give her that yeah and we going to check in on uh, what what's going on are here? you a freshman at the university is this no, real no. this is sad. you look like no. a freshman this can't be real all <laughs> right new 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 world order i don't think this is real i'm looking at this like yo wait a minute hold on for a second where's the where's the screen right there the blow job crisis wait a this ain't real Who's fooled me, man? Somebody sent me this. Y'all tricked me. Let's hear it again, though. I'm interested.
2: I think we should. Yes. I mean, look, I'm going to be honest. It's really difficult to... <laughs> when you have... If you're just... Like, if you don't gulp it down immediately, it starts to bend. Yes. And, then, and then, you know, the little thing catches it. And then, you know... So we got to kind of perfect that one a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> so you do <laughs> rely on... I mean, we got, we got it. Yeah. It's, it's a process, right? You don't just
0: do it. it is a process oh give me hey hey give me that kamala hey hey baby kamala you know i check on in you once a month i check in on you once a month and uh here we go uh kamala you can come practice on me whatever you had there talking about you could definitely you could definitely practice on me i i want to know what you got going on girl uh you know you my girl i don't like you particularly in the office and all that but you know i'll take a crack at it shout out to the girl kamala harris in the building man shout out to kamala all right, Kamala, come get, daddy. get him, daddy. Come get daddy. You know you like daddies. Him, daddy. Kamala likes daddies. Him,
2: daddy.
0: Yes, she does. All right, appreciate our sister, our vice president looks like us in the building. All right, man, doom and gloom report. More layoffs in the season of 2020, guys. We told you about what was going on here. CGA was one of the first people in the manosphere to tell y'all you best protect your neck. We told you them layoffs were coming. I've been telling you this for about a year. And here we are, Meta. That's fake book, y'all. They're laying off more than 11,000 employees. There's going to be a lot of women in a bind. There's going to be a lot of rent due. Right before the holidays, y'all laying folks off. One of the evilest things a corporation could do is lay off people. During the holidays, bro, this is the holidays, y'all lay it off, people. It was going on here. Obviously, they swung the election and paid lots of mo- lots of money after he got called in front of the Congress. And they start swinging things left and right. This is all alleged. They're laying off 13% of its staff. Good Lord, have mercy, man. More than 11,000 employees on Wednesday, right there. And um, he, he sent the note. We're not going to talk about what they did here, but that's just. That's just par for the course. Um, if you look at what's going on here, sorry, I needed to have this here. My, I'm making y'all screen. I'm making you dizzy looking at the screen. Sorry, let me unshare the screen. I was reading the article and I didn't have it prepared. All right, but here it is, right here. A wave, a red wave of layoffs is sweeping the U.S. Who was one of the first people to tell you this? I've been telling you this is coming. I know. I keep, I keep patting myself on the back here. It says here are the major companies that announced cuts so far. Twitter. Peloton, we all know why Twitter laying folk off, all right, because they lazy over there. But uh, here's Redfin, the housing uh, app there. Redfin, 13% of its staff, gone, 218 employees. Meta, 11,000 employees, 11,000. And by the way, if you've been following this, because I follow this as well, Meta has lost 70% of its value. They had a market cap over $1 trillion, and it is now down to $270 billion. I sound like Joe Biden. $1 $270 Man, this is an economic collapse of epic proportions for this company. Will they be back? Sure. But they need to get it together. They better have a strategic plan because this was not in the cards. I'm going to tell you that right now. You don't, you don't intentionally lose 70% of your market cap overnight essentially over a year year to date ytd year to date twitter 50 percent, 50 percent of its workforce gone bruh there's gonna be a lot of that bruh all right gap the gap 50 i'm sorry 50 give myself the buzzer 500 jobs and by the way i think adidas is also a cutting cutting as well and there's other companies also cutting. Remember, Kanye got canceled, and everybody's like, he lost his money. So did Gap, so did Adidas, so does all of them. They all lost money. But about uh, Snap, 20% of its employees, that's going to be 70 uh, 6,400. Wayfair, losing people. Robin Hood, 1,000 people here. This is a lot of people out of a job. Peloton, 4,600. And what typically happens when the economies are good peloton had a fantastic quarantine they had a fantastic pandemic just like social media people right so peloton did great because people couldn't go to gyms and they have to stay at home and a lot of people bought pelotons and typically what happened is when companies have this influx of achievement they start hiring people but most of the people are normies and ham and eggers and they can't they don't contribute nothing anyway and so what happens is when they start having to cut back when the economy goes or your 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 peak loses you got cut the ham and Acres, all right. 4,600 people. Somebody says the the Dow is up as of now, all right. Um, Shopify, a thousand. These are thousands of people jobless. 7 Eleven even cutting jobs at their corporation company here. Um, Vimeo, Tesla cutting jobs. HR workers going crazy. This is Hey, man, y'all stressing HR workers out. They looking like this. Hey, my, hey, man, don't stress my women out, man. Y'all need to not stress my women out. Look at my women. They getting older by the minute. Look at these women. And they getting older and fatter by the women, man. Don't stress them girls out. Rivian, electric vehicle, cutting 6% of its workforce. I don't know what GoPuff is, but bye-bye. Remax, 70, wait, 17% of his workforce. And plus all the real estate agents. Real estate agents about to be Brizoke For about four years. Okay. Welcome to uh, 2012 again. Okay. But that's going to be a lot of people that are going to get in real estate. Hey, if you're an attractive woman, because I know attractive women are. I'm thinking of getting into real estate. Mm. I think I'm going to be a real estate agent. Mm. Mm. You can get your license now, but you ain't about to make no money. (laughs) Welcome to 2008. You ain't about to sell a damn thing for a long ass time. All right. For a long time. You better go get a job. (laughs) Yeah. He says, I heard real estate agents didn't make no money this year. Trust me. I've been in the, I've been a real estate agent in a bad economy. It ain't no good. (laughs) You ain't going to sell shit. All right. um, By the way, most people, most real estate agents don't sell anything. If you know the Pareto principle, it's not just on dating. Uh, The Pareto principle is 20% of real estate agents sell 80% of all real estate. And then the remaining 20% of real estate is divided up amongst the 80% of the other real estate agents, okay? So it's bad news uh, out there, out there. Microsoft letting folks go. JP Morgan, JP Morgan letting people go, but they cutting Kanye out, see? Netflix losing folk. Mm. Netflix moving folk. Compass, Compass, I don't even know what that is. That's a real estate brokers company. Okay, they go real estate. They go real estate agents right there, bye-bye. Coinbase, 18%. 18% of the workforce. Coinbase, new, 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 new world order. Carvana, 2,500 people. There goes the car business. There goes the car business. Reef. Okay, look, the the list goes on and on. The list goes on and on. These are thousands of people looking for some direction. Wells Fargo, Wells Fargo, the mortgage lending people, gone. (coughs) Coach Dodamas has been on this. Cannabis going. No, is that cannabis? All right, food delivery. Good lord. I mean, this it's PayPal. 83 people. Who are the 83 people gone? All right. This is just uh wow, Hello Fresh food delivery gone. Mm. We ain't got enough food. We ain't got enough old carrots to put in that box. Walmart. Oracle. Or Oral. Nor- Nordstroms? Nordy? Mm. Not the Nordy. <laughs> I'm not happy. Nordy letting people go. You know, it's bad, bro. You know, people ain't no, yo, the bling bling days are over. Nordy letting people go Amazon. Okay, man, this list goes on and on, man. Sorry, I don't mean to bore you, but I'm just telling you, I saw this coming. I'm like, man, we are at four letting folks go. 3,000 workers. I don't know if you know, this impacts the economy. And what is Joe Biden still bragging about the number of jobs he created? They're gone overnight overnight. What does this mean? Am I celebrating this? No, I'm celebrating the fact that I saw this coming, but I also was telling you, you better have another strategic plan because depending on jobs is going to be a situation where you're not going to be able to leap forward in class. You need to be thinking forward with your mindset, not backwards thinking. I got to go get a job in this marketplace in the last two years, going into the next three years, you better have a side hustle. You better be cultivating it. You better be thinking about what else can I do? Depending on the job, depending on a corporate job, that's going to keep you in a certain class. And as things uh, change, when we come out of this new great class reset, you're going to be behind. You're going to be in this. You're going to be in a worse spot. And we'll talk about that when we get to the working class here, when we break that down. Let me close some tabs here. Let me close some tabs. You guys better be paying attention to this stuff. Because it's real in the field. By the way, Melinda Gates is out here in these streets. All right, Melinda. Oh, damn, I just closed the tab that I wanted. But uh, let me see if I can pull it back up. That was an accident. (laughs) That was an accident. Let's see here. I wanted that tab. I wanted that tab. Let's see here. What was that tab? Give me that tab. Give me the history here. All right. I don't remember what tab it is. Recently closed. Where was it? What was it? All right, it was my feed pictures all right let's see here I might need that tab a little bit later but Melinda Gates is out here in these streets in these streets she's reportedly dating former reporter a Republican reporter on Fox News I believe John to John do and uh she out here in these streets shout out to Melinda Gates shout out to Melinda Gates she out here getting them feet wet They've been out here with their family over there in Pelican Hill and Newport Coast. Shout out to them. And he's an author. He's age 63. She's age what 58? And she's recovering from Bill Gates. Uh, what's next potentially is probably a tell-all book. Look at him. My man got he got his t- he got his testosterone replacement therapy going on. I don't know about it. Skin, brother. Yo, man, keep your damn shirt on. This is this is Melinda Gates. This is Melinda Gates new man. Shout out to him. He about to hit them bags. He about to get his bag and run.
2: Gotta get my bag and run.
0: <laughs> She's about to tell him all the secrets of this dude right here. You know what it is. New, 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 new world order. Oh no. It says right there, oh man, they're tying Bill Gates to Jeffrey Epstein. Shh. The former couple founded the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation while they were together and built it into one of the largest charitable organizations in the world. New, 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 new I don't order. think so. I think that was all Bill that she didn't do nothing. Matter of fact, Bill was tell tell her to sit her ass down and shut up. Remember that she was like, I want to di- I want to put some notes. And in- remember that I did that. He used to do this, this one year thing. He used to put a note out for his Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. And she was like, I want to say something, too. He was like, man, would you sit down and shut up? I have something to say. And then he was like, all right, you get a paragraph. And then she started saying, I should be able to give a speech. All right. And then she, he was like, I got to get rid of you, man. And it says, however, French Gates later admitted. Who was French Gates? And uh, That must be somebody else. Admitted that her ex association with late convicted SEX offender, Mr. Epstein, played a role in her decision to leave New, 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 new World Order oh hell no boy she about to throw bill gates up under the bus lord have mercy she about to reveal all of that she said he was on the lolita express man don't get them started by the way youtube this is no longer conspiracy theory this says it right here in this publication right here that he was down there on the on the island lolita (laughs) she said i got to go man And now she back out of these streets. All right, man, let me get to the super chats. Appreciate all the contributions, man. Boy, what the world is turning to. The world is turning to. Okay, flash says, say hi to Kaylee for me, coach. Shout out to you. Free agent lifestyle for life. We like Kaylee's around here. We like them all, by the way. Ladies, sisters, don't get don't be mad. I take care of y'all. We give you them caramel kisses caramel kisses you send my way all right shout out to jc he says what she gonna do when the ninja stops strip clubbing what's she gonna do and brothers man i don't know man the, the 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 strip clubs ain't on they're not popping trust me i've been around a lot of strippers lately all right they be telling me man they be out here broke as a mother sucking joke Put you on the team to get you off the first team, something like that. But <sighs> scripting ain't it. This is the wrong time. I'm trying to do something here. Why did my tab go away? Like, oh, I gotta go to my I gotta go in my feet picture history here. Hold on for a second. Let me go to my feed picture history. Yeah, it's all messed up. Is that the one? All right. I'll I'll fix it later. All right. Because all, all, all you're going to see is my feed picture history. It's going to be terrible. All right? You're going to be like, that's what type of feed you like, CGA? I know, I know. Everybody's got it wrong. Shout out to marriage causes divorce. Do you think RP will spread and marriage go extinct? Um, Well, according to what we're learning, 45% of women will be childless and single. I think marriage is going to have to be dealt with. And people are finding out because RP, the RP is spreading, meaning that most people are getting RP content, whether they sign up for it or not, right? On, they're getting on their TikTok because more people are spreading the message. Um, and with that, yes, marriage is going to have trouble. Marriage is going to, we call it the cult of monogamy. The cult of monogamy is, 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 is struggling. So going forward, a lot of people aren't going to just jump into a marriage. Nope, the men are thinking about it now. Which is going to be terrible for marriage. People who support marriage, men are thinking now, hmm. not only that, women are giving marriage type duties to men, and men don't have to no longer get married. Men don't have to get married more to get sex. There was a time that a man would marry and rush a woman down the damn aisle to the altar to get some peace leave. That no longer has to happen. I can do a full OBGYN examination on women of a variety of them. And the sad part of that is once you've done a full, once you've done a full examination of a woman, you then start asking yourself, why would I marry her? Mm. Why? (laughs) You're like, it's doesn't make sense. The best thing that women can do, and I actually, I don't know if I put this in the evolution, is they need to stop giving sex out. That That's going to change everything. That that would change everything overnight. Now, I'm not suggesting to, that you do it with me, ladies. You still got to literally, y'all got to come up and pay the piper when it comes to CGA. But if you give men that many chances and cracks at it, the, the likelihood he's marrying you goes down significantly. He's like, why would I do it? And so for women as well, women are going, why would I get married and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I get it. They, they have a reason to. But marriage is in trouble. Marriage is in trouble. And don't take my word for it. I know people want to hate on me. Look at the results. Look, just take a minute. Look at society right now. Is it, am I lying? Am I lying? Again, that's the bottom line. I, I'll, I'll, just don't call me a liar. If you, When you start calling me a liar, I got a problem with you. Call me whatever you want, doom and gloom, hater, bitter, bitter hurt. It's struggling. Relation, dude, relationships are struggling. There are people still doing it. Are they happy doing it? We don't know. We can't really tell because they're not lasting long enough or it's always Jermaine fault. All right, shout out to Warhammer says, can we please send the asteroid already? Free agent for life. All right, Mr. C73, it's a trip people don't follow procedure and always claim someone is doing them harm. Hit Tyrese with the "I'm I'm not happy. He's giving his ass the buzzer, too. He the clown of the week. T-Mon Jr., thousands of people out here struggling and losing their job. But Estelle just sitting there chilling and coaches human resource department because we got money in the building. Shout out to them.
1: I got money.
0: Also, um, what's going to be apparent is a lot of people are going to get into relationships or push relationships because of their struggling economically. Right. And they got time on their hands or they got laid off. And once you give women a chance to figure out, OK, my job wasn't that important. Then they're going to go, okay, what else? Most of the people getting laid off, I can guarantee you, 70% are women. I'm almost, I can bet on it, 70% are women. <laughs> okay. I talked about that in the blue, in the um, the evolution book. Once corporations figure out where to trim the fat, it's going to be women. And then what are they going to do once they got all that time on their hands, once they start working temp jobs? Uh, remember I also said, Do not get into relationships right now. Remember I kept saying that and everybody's like, oh man, what's wrong? And I said, it's too, dead. it's going to be dead weight. Imagine you got into a relationship with a career-minded woman, right? You got into it. She's a career-minded, strong, independent, powerful woman. I said, when the recession starts hitting and the barbarian starts swiping at the gate, when the barbarian kicks in the gate, she's going to be all up on your couch with her feet all up on your furniture, smelling like corn nuts. And you're going to go, you are going to go, are you looking for a job? And, and she's going to get comfortable. I tried. I went to monster.com. It's hard out here. For a full year, her ass going to sit on your couch and not move a damn muscle and blow up like the Goodyear blimp. This is not the time to take on dead weight. Don't do it. This is another example of why. Not because I hate relationships with women. I said, don't. this is the bad time to get into relationships because they're going to start trimming the fat and your girlfriend's going to get laid off. Now what? All right. Faith is in the building. Soon as I get home, somebody said how? <laughs> I don't know what. He said breath stanking. she gonna not get dressed. She gonna be in sweats and pajamas all day long. Uh, Faith says Tyrese Hammond, Edgar Gibson sounds as stupid as he looked in the crime video he did a while back. Follow the rules. Color has nothing to do with it. Be accountable color guys most of your problems you think are color not even close not even close it's class all right shout out to no government name listen to the coach he says do not move in your normie broke ghetto parents i've talked about that as well he says uh it will f your house up and um and you're gonna pay and they won't be grateful they will resent you for being successful He says ninjas can't have nice things that he hit us with the uh, definitely the drop here. Co-sponsorship. Bad time to move in parents. If your parents were boomers who worked for corporations, they were corporate drones and lemmings and they drank the corporate Kool-Aid and they hit their mid 60s and early 70s and then they went broke. I shared the article of I shared the article of parents now moving in with their children. Divorce A's. Remember that? boomers moving in with children i did a whole stream on that moving in with children and i said do not do not (laughs) we call them the boomerang boomers they call them the boomerang boomers let me show you here so you know cga is on top of the game here i was like do not let your parents move in with you whatever you do don't let them move in look Boomerang boomers, the over 50 moving in back in with parents, bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> and they're going to F up your whole vibe. They're going to F up your whole vibe. They're going to mess your whole shit up. And they're going to be they're going to be ungrateful. And um, they're also going to be jealous of your success. If you're successful, they're going to be jealous of you. They're going to throw a monkey wrench at your whole program. They're going to throw a, You're not going to be able to bring hoes over girls over. They're going to shame you. Dude, it happened to me. I had to let my moms come in for a minute. And then and I was like, oh, I got a girl coming over. Well, what am I supposed to do? Get the hell out? That's what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You going to kick me out? How long are you going to be? I ain't on no damn time clock. Get out. I don't know. Go somewhere. Go find something to do. What boomer parents do is they will move in with you and have no friends. They, they'll go. Your boomer parents will be like, I'm going to church. And they'll move in on Sunday. They'll never go to church. <laughs> they'll never go to church. Ain't you supposed to be at church? Oh, well, <laughs> they be on your couch, couch, retirement surfing. They're going in retirement mode and you're like, man, but you get the, f-. I'm telling you it's bad. It's bad as hell. It's bad as hell. Do not get a girlfriend. Now do not move in your parents right now. Listen to this man. He just put it right there and don't feel guilty. They, if them boomer parents, let your ass feel guilty. Kick their ass out. Like, look, I don't owe you a damn thing. And most of them move. And let me tell you something. I'm glad you brought this up. Let me tell you something. What typically happens is they move in mostly because during their error, they refuse to get married. If if it's your mom, she refused to get married. you like, well, you should have found you a man. Well, I got you, son. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, you need a husband. Well, I ain't submitting to no man. I ain't doing nothing. I don't need no- what oh no you ain't gonna be up here in my damn house you were strong and independent now your ass out here 60 70 now your ass out here looking for for a place to live or it's your father who was a damn simp your father your simp father moved in your simp father's moved in because he's on his second and third divorce Yo, yo, simp ass father got divorced three times and his ass want a ride couch on you. Hell no. Get out. Get out. You tell your parents move in. Oh, I got company coming over. What company? Oh, I got this girl come over. I'm about to clap her cheek. So can you leave? Well, what time you want me back? Well, I don't know when I'm finished. I'll text you. Just go somewhere. Go to Denny's. I don't know where. Go, go find something to do. They'd be like, "Well, what if I wanted to bring company over? You in my house? What do you t- What do you mean? What did you? What if you wanted to bring company over? You can't bring no damn company, bro. I tell you, Normie and Hammond, <laughs> dude. T- trust me, this brother just covered it in this chat. Yo, people, your family will do more harm than good to you. Start trimming the fat on these people, bro, because people are people are outrageous." Shout out to him. He says, do not move in your normie, broke, ghetto parents. Do not move them in. Tell them to go to the damn shelter. Tell them to go to the senior living. Well, they'd be like, I don't want to go to senior living. Them people are old. And you're like, you are too. You're old too. Mm. (laughs) Get out. (laughs) All right. And one of the things I've been trying to preach to you is, as men, you need to prepare for this. You need to prepare for this. You need to prepare. If you had a strong and independent mom or you had divorced parents, you need a contingency plan on when your parents hit 70. If your parents hit 70, you need a contingency plan. The contingency plan sounds like this. How long do you expect them to live? Do they have life insurance? Do they own property? Are they going to reverse mortgage them? Are they privy to a scam? Don't let them get scammed. Um, do, can they be self-supportive? How long do they have a partner that's going to be able to take them to the doctor? If they don't, you're going to be taking them to the doctor. Um, there's another, uh, point here. Can you afford long-term, um, long-term care for your parent once they stop being a contributor? Cause they're not going to stop working. They think they're going to be able to work corporate jobs and at Walmart all their lives and they won't be able to. Are you going to be able to do they have disability? Um, Do they have Social Security? You need to be doing your research. You need to do your research. Um, If they do want to move into your house, do you have enough and say, no, 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 I'll get your ass a little studio apartment. You go move in there. And can they be self-sufficient in there? And is it that part that studio going to be in the ghetto or in a nice place where people will look after that person? You need to have a plan. Don't act stupid and act like you're surprised when this happened. I was surprised when it happened to me. And I was like, oh, shit. And I had to have tough conversations and say, you know what? Next time this happens, this is going to be what we do. This is your expectation. Don't bring no shame. No shame over here. Well, what are you going to do with me? There ain't no shame. Get out. All right. I'll pay. I'll pay $1,000 a month. You pay the rest with your Social Security. I'll make sure you have groceries because it's going to be like $30 of groceries a uh, a week. I'll make sure you have groceries. Get out of my hair. And you need to have that money made and socked away so that when it happens, and what if what if your parent is that age at 70 and stops, but they live to 100? They live to 90. That's two decades, bro. <laughs> That's two decades. That's a significant chunk that you're going to be spending on your parent, your boomer parent. Bro, you better. I'm telling y'all this is real. This is the blue chip mindset. Most people have this covered. Most people don't. I got ca- I got stories on this. Not just my stories. I got stories about this as well of a client that I had that socked away long term care money and insurance. And um, I think she bought she bought into uh, what did she do? She she remodeled the her father's house before he died. The mother already was dead. Then the father died, and she remodeled the house. Uh, and so she has three brothers, and they never prepared for this day. She did. And then let me tell you something, the the way her family did her when she had it all prepared, she had all the money socked away. She had the long term care. She hired the 24 hour nurse that she had to cut back because she was spending ten thousand dollars plus a month in long term care and having a nurse at the dad's house. She was spending like five figures a month and she pulled back and said, no, we can't do this. The family got on her ass. They was like, no, nah, she need the long, they need the nurse 24-7. She was like, I can't afford it. And they blamed her ass. They was like, hey, you need to give him that. And she was like, what the hell y'all doing, bro? Like, what the fuck? Mm. She was like, no, hold up, hold up. This is my wallet you talking about. This my money that I had socked away. You lucky that we had this. And they gave her the business. And they called her selfish. They called her selfish you you're gonna make sure he's gonna die on your watch is he gonna die because of you? And guess what happened The dad died it wasn't on her the dad lived like two or three extra years so she was paying almost ten thousand dollars a month of uh, while um for three years just keeping the father alive. Then he died and then because she remodeled the house and she wanted to recoup the money that she put into the long-term care by selling the house and getting the proceeds from the house sale. It split the family up. It split them up. They was all calling her selfish and how come she gets the money? How come she get... Bruh, I tell you, people ain't shit. And these are white folks. These are are white folks. People are not shit, man. I tell you, when it comes to this stuff, you best be prepared. And if you're not, you're going to have to deal with GoFundMe. You got to have to. do. This is blue chip mindset. You have to deal with GoFundMe on that ass. Shout out to Mr. Gunslinger in the building. He says, hold the line. Free agency is the only solution. And I 100% agree with that. Going forward, the same old, same old ain't going to work. All right. Free agent. full life. Boob says passport check. Motorcycle check. Debt free check. Thanks, coach gang. Indeed. Thank you, sir. Jones G. says the NWO and the voting machines yesterday. New, 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 new world order. Somebody says dangerous men thinking decades. Yep. So I'm in my 40s. I'm thinking about what's going on in the next two or three decades. Some people thinking behind. Anybody that has a process about changing their life by fixing what happened in the past, you're losers. You're going to lose. In this warfare, you're going to lose. Meaning reparations. Meaning we need to stop the killing. Meaning, um... We, we need to vote this, this this certain party in to fix the past mistakes. We need to uh, male privilege. We need to get rid of male privilege by putting in from affirmative action. Anything, you, anything you're anything you going backwards to fix, you're going to lose. You're going to lose. You better be thinking forward. Not trying to fix the past mistakes. Any, going to trauma and therapy and all that shit, I guarantee you, you're going to lose. You're thinking about, oh, I was traumatically hurting. Let me fix myself. Look, I know a little bit of fix yourself is fantastic, but you better figure out how to rehab yourself going forward, not trying to fix that bullshit, because all you're going to do is sit around there thinking about that shit and going nowhere. That's my that's my whole thought about it. You're going to be going nowhere. Man, push through it, man. You ain't going to be here for long. Tomorrow's not promised. Go forward. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Push through that shit. Everybody, look, everybody's been hurt and traumatized everybody there's not one of us living today that's not dealing with some sort of trauma so if you've been traumatized you are not special mm. if you've been hurt you're not special we all have we all have our shit and but to sit around talk about all the shit you have that's loser mentality to me it's you're not moving forward in life man you need to push through that shit we all got shit we all got shit we all got discrimination we all got had trauma we all had crazy incidences we some of us have been abused many of us have been abused many of us have been divorced ain't nothing new you ain't special you ain't special get your ass to moving as they said soul to soul keep on moving don't stop to the man we all got bullied we all bully people (laughs) that's my that's my solution to things but If y'all want to sit back all day long, (laughs) past trauma, abuse, bully, man, we all got shit, man. (laughs) Don't stop like the hands of time. Shout out to I Need Money, blue chip mindset for life in the building. He's hearing the dark side calling indeed, man. Shout out to you. Mr. Shabazz says Stacey Abrams lost all that weight for nothing. <laughs> oh, goodness. And if you need mental health therapy, go get it. I ain't telling you not to go get it, but shit. While you getting it? I'm going to go get it. You know what I mean? I listen. I'm going to go get it. I'm going to go get it out here. Why you sitting around talking about it? CGA. Out in these streets getting it. Streets? I'll deal with I'll deal with my mental health when I'm dead up in this mug. <laughs> oh my lord. Oh uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Shout out to Mr. Shabazz in the building, man. Shout out to you. Half space will travel says, I'm confused. I see some of these companies hiring. Interesting there, Uh, but they're getting rid of the dead weight. They're getting rid of the dead weight. Yeah, that's what they're doing. Some of these companies might be hiring. Are they hiring tech or are they hiring normies? Shout out to Ken. He says, what do you think about being married, living apart? Uh, What would be the point? My whole thing about marriage, and Hafiz did not understand this. I'm a proponent of marriage for the purpose of raising kids. I 100% agree. And he went up there like I was disagreeing. Remember, that was the point of the show. Where I was like, we actually agree. People think I'm against marriage. I'm not. I'm against divorce. I'm against praying mantising. I'm against the court system. Okay, I'm not against marriage. I think the raised children, you need to be married. That's the best place to do it. Now, is that need going away more and more? Yes. As long as you're um, on the same page, it's, it's good too. Kids need both parents. The, the most successful kids have both parents. Now, if you're married and living apart, what's the point? Any marriage, now you create your own rules, but I don't see the point. I don't see the point at all. I think the only thing that marriage need the only reason marriage would be successful today is if people did it when they had kids. Most people, most people are having kids outside of this marriage. And as a result, you're screwing your kids up. Or more, more a lot of people are getting divorced, meaning, and I know most people, when I say most people, here's the statistic: only 18% of American households are uh married people with children. The rest of the households is pure everything. There's singles, there's um, there's gays, reading rainbows, there's trans, there's broken homes, there's co-parents, there's just all kind of bullshit. Only 18% of American households are two parents with children. It's crazy. So in the black community, 70% are unmarried. Some municipalities have close to 80%. Unmarried doesn't mean the parents aren't together, but they're not married. What the hell, bro? That's a fail. That's a fail. You could try to dig success out of that. Well, they're still successful. Just because they're not married doesn't mean they're apart. They're probably apart. <laughs> Let's stop fooling ourselves. They're probably apart. Look at these baby kids out here. It's it's disastrous. Mm-hmm. Stop stop trying to play what if and it ain't true and all of this crazy shit out here. Did I get these brothers? Let me do three PayPals because I gotta get going. All right. Shout out to Jeff is in the building. I live everything you talk about from Monkey Simp to Captain Save a 304 in the building. Yeah. To Going back to an ex with devastating results. We're going to talk about going back to exes I think tomorrow. He says our worst enemy is often the person we're sleeping with. Absolutely. And our daughters are women and can just be as disloyal. Coach, you're a professional. You're a professional life coach and legitimate comedian. Keep on keeping. Appreciate you guys right there. Um, We need to go back to old principles that we used to stand by. Disowning kids. (laughs) Y'all afraid to disown your damn kids. All right. Uh, No. All right. You uh, can't turn to three or four until a housewife. Damaged goods. Like this is what society was built on. People think they want to go back to traditional stuff in marriage. You want marriage to be good? We need to go back to old maids, spinsters. All right. Shaming people. Uh, damaged goods. Uh, uh, disowning kids. Let's go back to all that shit. That's what comes back with marriage. A stable society with marriage. That's what comes back. Skeezers, vamps, tramps. <laughs> Y'all just want the good stuff and then eliminate all the bad stuff. Yeah, we need marriages, but we need to go away. No, 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 no. In order for marriage to succeed, we had to tell people they were damaged goods. All right, shout out to David Blanchard checking in, Coach. It's a crypto sale this morning, and I'm shopping because, yeah, he's shopping with discretionary income or disposable.
1: I got money. He says, always to the
0: side for days like this. Always, always got a little bit of money on the side for days like this, and it's not money he's going to need tomorrow. Anyway, uh, let me see here. Did I get uh, – I hope I didn't say your government name on accident. Let's do two more, and then we got to go. Uh, Any advice for a 20 year old soon to be teacher in Europe, how to support men in education, how to avoid dangerous women, 20 year old teacher in Europe. Wow. Um, I'm not my European culture is not that good. So I don't know how much feminism is depending on what part of Europe you're in. It's going to be interesting. Uh, But education system is going the way of the left. It's going the way of the Marxists. So you got to be careful out there. Because once you try to bring in a stable uh, society and focus on men, you're going to get excommunicated from your profession. They're going to run your ass out of there. Uh, I don't know if you know. Depending on what level of teaching you're in, 90% of the the teachers and administrators in the school workforce are going to be women. If you're teaching in primary school, 90% of everybody that they encounter in a day are going to be women. This is the United States. Where's equality in that? There's no equality in that. And then, of course, we wonder why the boys turn out the way they turn out. Mr. Hardaway, he says, what's going on, coach? Top of the morning to you. He says, these women here and wait, these women here in Dallas be trying to scam dudes quite a bit on seeking. He says, "Uh, they expect to just look pretty and not have to give up no peach cobbler for the dollar. Mm. He says, I think they might that might be going on everywhere. Though a lot of Gingers, I can't, I don't know what Gingers or oh, Gen Zers. I think that is though. A lot of Gen Zers want something for nothing and return. And that's the problem in the world we live in right now. Yeah. Gen Z is uh, the spoiled generation. Uh, any generation that is experienced. Uh, once a generation starts to experience entitlement, the next generation is that's when we lose everything, right? You hand down your money to um, your descendants, your third generation descendants are gonna screw the pooch. All right, it's kind of like the Hiltons. Paris Hilton screwed the pooch. Although she did become successful, she ruined the reputation of the Hilton name. The Hilton, the people who created Hilton, which was Conrad Hilton, he passed it down. By the time it got to Paris Hilton, generation three, it, they she ruined the Hilton name. All right, it's no longer the legacy that Conrad Hilton once had. Once had it, but now she's rich. But most people ruin it. They fumbled the bag, the Vanderbilts. I gave you the story of the Vanderbilts in the blue chip mindset series. By the time the Vanderbilts ended, all right, Gloria Vanderbilt, the, the, the last one before Anderson Cooper, Anderson Cooper's mom, screwed the boot. She was the, she, I believe, was the third generation descendant from the Vanderbilt, the great Commodore himself, one of the men who built America. So this is what happens. And this is where we are in the third generation of America. The baby boomers built it up. Right. Because of the population, they got us to a stabilized society for they they, they made some errors. And now the Generation Z are the ones that's going to fumble the bag. All right. The millennials really fumbled it. <laughs> millennials about to be mad. Millennials, millennials kind of fumbled it because of the entitlement and then millennials course corrected. And in my opinion, I know the millennials hate me for this. Our reality today is what the I think the millennials caused the PC culture, the safe space, the emotional writing culture today is the millennials fumbling the entitlement bag. Mm. That's my that he said the millennial women. The millennial women. Gen Z. Gen Z is going to be the 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 class of people who they're gonna they're gonna screw, they're gonna really take it down, in my opinion. They're gonna take it down now. From that, I think Gen Alpha and those generations, they have a chance to recover it. Because then they're gonna be like, damn, we see what happened, and they're gonna find opportunities. Gen Z, a lot of other Gen Zers are gonna be a part of that group, too. Okay, baby boomers damaged it. G- don't don't get me wrong, baby boomers did a lot of damage. Gen X tried to keep it up. We holding it up. We holding it up, but Then when you go into the next generation, the millennials, the participation trophy culture, the rewarded for nothing culture, that's millennials. That's basically the boomers did that to the millennials, okay? And then going forward, then it was about emotions and the feelings culture. That's millennials. That's the young ones. That's the young millennials. And then, I'm sorry, the youngest millennials and Gen Gen Z. They're the ones now living here. They're the ones fucking it up. (laughs) Yeah, no tryouts. You can't get cut from teams. Remember, I was a coach during this time. You can not even put, remember when we got cut from the team? The coach used to just come out, you cut, or they used to put the name on the board with all the names. All right, this is the team. This who ain't on the team. Go turn in your uniform. Now, there's none of that shit. You can't even yell at your players no more. I'm glad I got out of coaching because I couldn't coach today. Everybody's in their feelings. So this is what, this is just an overview. I know there's people, millennials are pissed again. But the participant, the earning something for nothing culture started with boomers raising and Gen Z, Gen X, those people raising millennials. And then now these millennials are between the age of 30 something and 40, 42. They're the adults and probably make up the primary workforce. In America. Those are the people right now. Push. They're the primary voters. Other than old people. Uh, they're the ones doing something. Want something for nothing. They want to go on a, a sugar daddy site and give no sugar. They got jobs for nothing. They got their useless degree and it turned into nothing. They're, they, they're the ones that they're. <laughs> they're the ones that really fumbled the entitlement bag. They. They. I think, okay, blame the boomers if you want. Blame the boomers if you want. But it it doesn't matter. That's like blaming the person that left you life insurance, your grandparents. It doesn't matter. You're the ones living now. Your grandparents are not, Uh, you're, they don't matter now. You're here. What are you doing with it? They're in the mindset to still get something for nothing. Mm. All right, enough about that ish. We done pissed off the millennials. They're like, I want my ribbon, coach. I want my ribbon. I deserve it. We finished last place. We should get a trophy. (laughs) All right. Anyway, millennials going to correct it? Not in my opinion. I don't think so. It's going to be up to Gen Alpha. Gen Alpha is going to correct it. Millennials? Mm Mm-mm because millennials are already in their 40s now. Many of them are in their 40s. It's a rap. <laughs> uh yep, Gen X just holding the popcorn. We just watching it burn. We already been abused and hurt. Most of the abuse that went on was we got abused as Gen Xers. We got left all alone latchkey kids. We just watched it burn the whole time. We raised ourselves. All right, enough about this. Did the blue chip mindset over here. This is the blue chip mindset. Uh, here it is right here. Bam! In your face, and you say, God damn. This is a man right here leading with the wallet. This is on the economic principle here. This is a, I believe this is a man. I can't tell. I can't tell <laughs> what's going on here. Uh, this is a man here. Can you guys see this? Uh he's explaining. He's sitting around cross legged. Definitely a millennial. Uh, anyway. Let's see what he got to say here. Um, He's talking about dating as a wealthy man, leading with your wallet. It's lonely at the top. So this is a man who wants to be loved for him. And he realized now that he's got money and leverage that the women are... Are chasing him for his money. Let's go ahead and listen to him. Girl I meet now? It's gonna be impossible for me to ever prove that she would have loved me without my money. I mean, I see how quickly girls fall in love with me now. It's like this: I have one conversation with them, we have one date, and they're ready to get married. It's like that. It's crazy. I can guarantee you, with 100%, it wouldn't have been like that if I didn't have the things I do. I mean, I take her to my my apartment. It's seven rooms. I have a kitchen that's worth a hundred thousand. I have watches worth hundreds of thousands. I have the jewelry that these girls dream of, and they say, "Look at my wrist." They look at me. I'm not a bad-looking guy, and they look at my apartment. Like this is what I want, and so now I, I feel more seen through than ever i feel more lonely than ever even though i have more girls than ever any okay all right this is a great point this is a great teaching point i don't think we'll stay on this one long uh essentially what's happening is this man is achieved uh once you hit an achievement position in your life you realize that most of the things that you achieve mean nothing right you're like okay i got money and right this is why you have to have a sense of purpose this is why you got to know what you want out of life this is why you got to know human behavior right this is why people think that love is the answer, money's the answer, holes are the answer, and none of those are the answer. You'll find out they're not the answer when you get it. You gotta have a sense of purpose other than women, money, and love, because trust me, those things are fleeting. Money can go, and once you get a certain dollar amount, it is what it is. You're like, okay, I can afford anything. Everything becomes cheap. This is why when we talk about class, it's just not about money. This is, but you need to get into the leverage. Uh, position first and then you'll see people for who they are and he sees people for who they are it's like the movie the devil's advocate once you get into a certain place of society it's like what i was explaining earlier once you go to the dark side you start to see people for who they are and now he's like i can't find a woman that loves me trust me they weren't going to love you to begin with right people keep keep messing around but now that they see what you have now they want a little bit of love now they can fall in love with you and they can see themselves having children with you And he's like, it's lonely at the top. The reality is at the top, it's lonely. Is it healthy? That's for you to find out. I'd rather be at the top and lonely than at the bottom with a whole bunch of bottom-feeding-ass people. All right, That's just my position on it. That's just my classism. I can figure out how to make myself happy by finding who I am and my true sense of my purpose here. Okay, Because getting money, now you need a purpose to do with that money. Are you going to go for power, control, influence? Are you going to be a, a philanthropist? Are you going to donate? Are you going to give back? What, what are you going to do with the money? And I know that for myself. I'm like, okay, I get a certain amount of money. In car. Okay, I get a car. Okay, I got the car. I got the watches. Okay, I got the holes. I will tell you, getting women is way easier when you got a little bit of leverage. But are you going to define yourself by that? Do you define yourself by absence of love or marriage or absence of marriage? Do you define yourself as that? If you do, you're going to be disappointed. Um, um, Because when you get it, you're going to realize, yeah. This is the human condition. But uh, the reality, in in my opinion, what he's dealing with is he has no purpose. Okay? Mm. He has no sense of purpose. What he's going to find out is he's going to find love, he's going to get it, and it's not going to work out. <laughs> because once you get it, you take it for granted. All right? Should you leave with your wallet? People are telling him in the comment section, well, don't show him your apartment. Don't show him your cars. Don't show him your watch. Guys, women know money. Women can sniff that you got money most of the time. They can sniff it. They know class. Even low-class individuals know. And you're just going to be a fat, high-class, and a high-value target. This is why you have to arm yourself in whatever you call the Crimson Capsule, the red pill. You have to arm yourself in the information. Then when you get money, you can deal with them accordingly. But he's a blue pill simp with money, apparently. Apparently girl i meet now it's gonna be impossible for me to ever prove that she would have loved me without my money i mean i see how quickly girls fall in love with me now it's like this i have one conversation with them we have one date and they're ready to get married it's like that it's crazy most women are like that most women are like that but what is he talking about if he knew what hype, hypergamy was if he knew what hypergamy is he knows what it is now i'm gonna say he can put their ass in their place oh word you want to jump in on that okay cool jump on one foot hop and bark like a dog All right, or start giving me that sugar. This is what the guy talked about about S.A. earlier. Oh, they want to not give me the sugar, but they want the money. Money don't grow on trees. What I'm gonna have to do is turn your ass inside out. (laughs) Yeah, he obviously, somebody said he needs experience. He don't have experience. He just got money. That's a recipe for disaster for men. So we teach you to change your mindset and improve yourself for yourself and then have your own sense of purpose. And then when you start wanting to go back to date, Look in the book. I talked about this. If you start thinking about marriage, you'll have a complete different mindset and approach. I'm going to turn your ass inside and out. I'm going to wear your ass out. I'm going to wear the lining out. And you're going to accept these rules. This is the cohabitation agreement. This is what you're going to do. This is your defined role. That's money, options, leverage. That's a mindset. He don't have it. All this dude's like, I can't find a girl that will love me for me. And I called out, dude, you love me for me, dudes. You guys are women masquerading as men. You guys sound as bad as women. We need to have a come to Jesus moment with these men. No, man, don't pay for it. You wanted to like you for you. You sound like a woman. You sound like a woman that says, all right, if I give him sex too early, he won't like me for me. (laughs) That's the same as dudes. You guys sound like some women. And I get it. You want somebody to love you for you, but come on, bro. If you're going to organize your whole life for that, love goes. Love goes like this. It, it doesn't last. It's proven not to last. Even professionals in the psychology industry will tell you love does not last. It's very temporary. Six months to 18 months tops. That loving feeling goes. Now, you guys will wrestle with it, and you'll be in like, and, you know, you'll commit to each other. These are things that keep relationships together. Commitment, uh, trust, um, uh. What's the other one As I'm thinking about? It, it slipped my mind. Um, respect, that wasn't the one. Commitment, trust, respect. There's another one that slips my mind. Those are the things that keep the relationship. Okay, it's no longer that. There's another one. Uh, loyalty, yes, loyalty is the one. Maybe that's it, loyalty. Loyalty, you're like, okay, I've be- oh, I see what's happening. They attacking my stream? That's impossible. I'm not even on Wi-Fi. I'm on I'm on Landline. That's unreal. I'm on Landline, and it says I'm on Wi-Fi here on, um, on StreamYard. Are they having a problem? So maybe this is YouTube because I'm on Landline and all of that stuff. But anyway, enough about that stuff. I don't want to talk about it. I've been thrown off. This proves that it's StreamYard or YouTube because I'm on expensive-ass Internet. So, any uh, separate. Uh, let's just skip that. All right, let's lead to the next point right here. The Great Reset, the Great Reset, the Great Class Reset. Will you rise or will you fall? Will you rise or will you fall? All right, where are we going to be here? You guys know about the Great Reset. Let's talk about the reset of um the reset of the marketplace, the reset of American class system. Let me share a chart with you. This is going to be show and tell. All right, show and tell. That definitely was YouTube messing with me because (laughs) I got everything in order. I spent lots of money. This is the class system that you guys are accustomed to. Uh, Every capitalist society has a class system. I am a classist. I believe in capitalism. Therefore, I believe in class systems. I don't believe in rewarding people for nothing. I believe people fall in distinct classes for a variety of reasons. Number one, economics. Number two, mindset. Number three, your family put you in that situation or they educated you or they miseducated you and you fell into a class mindset and you're never escaping it, okay? But in America, you can escape a class system overnight. Overnight, you can leap from one class system to the other. You got to change your mindset, number one. Number two, you got to be able to be introduced and accept other schools and minds of thoughts. You got to be able to accept it. It's going to be different. For instance, if I move from the community to the suburbs, it's going to be extremely different. The mindset that works in one place is not going to work in the other place. Just like they say you can take the ninja out of the country but can't take the country out of the ninja, the ninja out of the hood, but not the hood out of ninja, the person out of the country, but not the country out of the person. All right. There's going to be a different mindset that you're going to go to by going from one class to the other let me give you the class breakdowns then we're going to give you the micro class breakdowns and introduce you to a new class system that is going to be a result of the new class reset this is going this is what we're doing new 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 world order okay anybody that is in a one class and they tell you not to go to the other class and they induce fear into you that's a poor class mind class person you got to get you got to ditch them don't go over there those people over there are this and the reason why they're over there like this is because they changed their mindset. All right. So um, the, the number one class, the largest class in America is the working class. The working class that is going to consist of people who basically take orders. All right. These are the take orders people. These are the people who cannot create a job, create something for themselves. Mostly they have to find a job. Many of these people are going to be holding into some sort of servitude. This is the only way they make it. If they lose their job, they lose their all their source of revenue or income many times. This makes up the working class. This is the class that has been threatened the most in this Great Reset. Most of these working class people are going to be in teetering into the poverty class, which is going to be the red class, the poor class, whatever you want to call them. They're teetering. This class is going to be diced up into four distinct groups. We're going to talk about that. Because the middle class, which is going to be that class right there in the green, the middle class consists of some working class people, but some entrepreneurs, some people who own plumbing businesses, some people that are in the upper middle class and the bottom middle. We're going to we're going to dice them up. But as you can see, this is almost 80, 80 percent of people. This is well over 80, 85 percent. This falls in line with the 5 percent mentality. All right. The deaf, dumb and blind, the elites, the 85 percent, all of that stuff. And the ten percent, the five percent, the poor righteous teachers, or the people who know, this falls right in line with it. Both of these classes are going to be deconstructed and evolved into a new class of people. Okay, now you have the going to be the upper class, which is the elite class of people. Even in that group, has a, a considerable uh, group of people in there. Right? You have the point. You have the point oh one percent and the 0001 percent. You have those people in there. And a lot of people try to leap into these different classes. A lot of people try to change their mindset um, related to these classes, right? Or some people just accuse these people are doing something in, uh, like, you can't avoid it. Let's uh, show you this chart right here and go into this working class and middle class, and we're going to dissect who those people are. Okay? Oh, that's not it. Stop share. Share this chart right here. Okay? The four middle classes. Let me see if I can make that larger. That's what she said. Okay, the four middle classes. So we distinguish that there's 80% plus of people who are in that middle class. But within that middle class, the working class and the middle class, those people are dissected into these groups. Okay, why can't I see it? (laughs) Okay, I want to make it larger. And yes, that's what she said. All right, hold on for a second. Let's see if I can zoom in. There you go right there. No, nope, I don't want that. Oh, I don't want that. Backwards, backwards. Okay, there it is right there. So within that middle class is going to be on the upper in the white, in the upper left. That class is the struggling middle class, the struggling. Mm. Meaning, remember, in the new class economy, in this new world, as you want to call it, in this great reset, this struggling class is going to, with inflation and so forth and so on, without a change of mindset, you're going to go get dumped right into the lower class. Many, many people are. With the proper mindset correction, many of this struggling class will go into the next class, which is going to be the upper right in the dark, dark teal, which is the anxiety middle class, the anxious middle class, the class of people that are worried about shit all the time, the class of people that need solutions tomorrow, the class of people that want to vote Biden or Abrams or Trump or whatever it is, the people that are being impacted, the people who can't sleep at night. The people who are going to be teetering on divorce. The people that are going to go struggling and get dumped right into the struggling middle class. Okay. This group of people, although you want to say there's a middle class or you want to say there's a working class, there's a group of people that are going to be in the bind, Nate. How dare you? Wait. Yeah. How dare you, but How dare you? Wait a minute. They're going to be in the bind. All right. Or these are the group of people who took a, a rent moratorium. These are the people getting their car repossessed. These are the people, when they get their car repossessed, they're back in the struggle middle class. These are young women that don't have jobs and selling peace leave online, okay? Now, these group of people are going to make decisions today that are going to affect them in the next five years because they're going to do nothing. They're not going to invest anything. They're not going to invest in themselves, all right? They're they're going nowhere, and what's going to happen is they're going to succumb. They're going to get laid off. Uh, They're going to succumb to whatever happens. They're going to do whatever. They're going to create damage for themselves going forward. Inflation's going to kick their ass and they're all they're going to do is just complain. Okay. Somebody said, I got the Nets job. <laughs> what? All right. Although I want to check on it real quick. Cause a couple of people been saying, that. are you just distracting me? Brooklyn Nets. Who got it? Who they hire? Oh, Jacques Vaughn. I knew they were going to hire a I knew they were going to hire her. Let me take a pause right quick. Let me take a pause. So they hired Jacques Vaughn. Hello. Shout out to Jacques Vaughn. This is me. I'm coaching the Houston Texans and the New Jersey Nets. All right. I knew they were going to hire uh, Yudoka. All right. Uh, when they didn't hire him immediately, I was like, they they did some they did their due diligence. By the way, let's take a pause for a second for station identification. Uh, I did get the New Jersey Nets job. That's CGA in the building. Hey, let's go i'm coaching the houston texans and i'm coaching the brooklyn nets <laughs> yeah got that milk nut that salt and pepper beer hello hey cga is winning i told you cga is gonna make it out here Jacques vaughn the great kansas point guard university of kansas shout out to him thank you for letting me know that i appreciate that that's a good positive interruption that's definitely a positive interruption all right um I'm going to get my Brooklyn next uniform, and uh, that's going to be my doppelganger. Okay, so now, breaking down the middle class. You have the struggle middle class, the anxious middle class, and then you have the satisfied middle class. This is a dangerous spot, too, although some of these people will end up, potentially some in the anxious middle class, or moving up to the top of the class. The satisfied people are always the people who, just making it in life, they have just enough of what they want, they can pay for gas, Although they don't like the gas is up. They paying for gas. They got their wife. They got their fat wife at home. They're in Topeka, Kansas. They're in the middle of the flyover states. They're just good. They watch shows like me and they wonder what the hell we're talking about. Mm. All right. They come to my show and they're like, what the hell is he talking about? I got a wife. I got two kids. I got a golden retriever. I got a nice house that I own. I locked in the 30 year mortgage. 30 year fixed mortgage. Okay. I'm happily married. (laughs) Okay. They eating fish sandwiches. They got their fat girlfriend. What are you talking about, CGA? What dating marketplace? They have no idea. He jerks off the prawn. The husband jerks off the prawn every now and then. He goes off to his job. He's never going to get laid off. He watches eight series of layoffs. He survives them all. He's like, whatever. Mm. Yeah, he lives in (laughs) ignorance. Yeah, he succumbs to the Democratic fish fry. Oh, it looks like it's 530. I got to go down to that Democrat fish fry and go down. Yeah, that's the Democrat fish fry guy. All right. He just does this thing. He does this thing. He 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 builds this little fence. Look at that. I built the fence. Oh, it's 530. I better go down to that Democrat fish fry. That, that dude right there, he's not going to push. He's not going to go get a better job. He's like, I got a good job. I'm satisfied. <laughs> he gets some peace leave. Like if he's single, he gets sex from girls. He, is, he swipes on Tinder. He banging, he's matching. He's like, what are we talking about here? What are we talking about? And he has no desire to go to the upper middle class. He's like, I make $85,000 a year. What the problem is? I'm good. Now, it's a dangerous position, but he's going to be good. Many people are in that position. Okay, but then you have the topper of the upper middle class, and two of those classes hate the upper middle class because they think the top of the upper class guys, which is in the black, they think those men and women are the most evilest people. Those are the Republicans. Those are the conservatives. Those are the people who did it right. Those are the people who sacrifice and risk. They started a business. They became entrepreneurs. Both of them work and their kids go to private school. These are the people that people hate and they're not the evil ones. Mm. They just doing it right and they did it better. Some of them had a head start. Some of their families put them in better positions. Some of these people got inheritances and life insurance and property handed down. They was like, whatever. Their grandma... I'm sorry, their mother goes sick. She goes blind and senile at 80. They got long-term care. They put her in a home. They send the kids off to damn boarding school. They good. They like whatever. (laughs) But a lot of people think they're the problem in society. And we target them. We're going to go to the rich neighborhoods and burn their cities down. Why? Why? Why burn their cities down? All they doing is just living. Both of them go to work, or one of them is a stay-at-home mom. The dad makes $250,000 a year. Everybody covers their bills. They don't have sex with each other. They don't complain about it. <laughs> they get divorced. They pay the woman off. They cut the $150,000 check, and they keep it marching. They, they remarry their third wife. They, they, just, they just... And everybody hates them. Everybody hates them. This is the class mindset. The top of the world people, the top of the world of the middle class, many of them will elevate into the elite class, which is a small class of people, but many of them will leap into the elite class simply by doubling down on their investment, simply by not falling for the agendas, simply by just going, I got an extra 2000. Let me put it in XRP. Five years later, they'll forget about it. Five years later, they'll look up. Oh, wow. I made a little bit of money here and I bought a little bit of land there and I threw a little money over here and then all of a sudden I looked over there it was up 50 grand. Now people will hate these people. I couldn't afford I couldn't afford to hire a video editor. I couldn't afford to throw a little money in XRP during that time. Inflation was kicking my ass. This is the anxious middle class. This is the struggling middle class. I had to pay for gas and chicken was $25 a pack. Do you see the mindset? And these are all the middle class. This is all the middle class. And I had to go to work and my, I got laid off. And then the top middle class people threw a little money over here. They threw a little money over there. They, they took advantage. They bought a little bit of investment properties when everybody was getting forest coals on and losing their ass. They never took rip moratorium. They did a 30-year fixed mortgage. They did everything by the book. And now everybody hates them and they will leap into the elite class, many of them. Some of them will drop out. Some of the top of the middle class people will divorce, and they'll drop into the what? Either the satisfied or the anxious middle class, okay? Because this is where most of the people are. The quickest way to ruin yourself in this situation and go back into a uh, go backwards in class is divorce. You're going backwards, son, and you're going to divide the resources. You're going to divide the house, and there's going to be an anxious middle class person, there's a lot of men that are middle class. They got divorced. They're in the anxious. Some of them are in the struggling. And then the wife is in the satisfied or she's in the anxious middle class. You took, you cut your money in half. Not only do you cut your money in half, you cut your future in half. Meaning now you got to work double time, maybe triple time to make up for the deficit that the divorce costs you. Okay. Now you got to work your double time. You got to be on it, on it to not be affected. And you cut your bloodline off. Now you cut your money bloodline off. Okay, what you had in the for your legacy has been cut. It's been severed. So, um, some of these men, and this is what we're teaching you: you can be single, and to achieve this status is not a money position necessarily. It's not a dollar amount. So you can live on less. You can make fifty thousand dollars. You could be in the top of the middle class, but you can be married. Or in a bad marriage and make sixty-five, and you could be right there in the anxious and the struggling class. See, this is not just money; it's mindset. Now, where are we going with this? Which is one of the tabs that I lost, but you can look this up. I love the Pew Resource, Research uh, Search Center here. New, 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 new world. <laughs> all right, they break all of this down. Where do you change all of this? Where are we going to end up? Well, we 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 double down on tech. Tech is now hitting a bubble. Facebook's struggling. But tech is the future still. We've got the Great Reset. We have, we know where the money's going. We know where the power's going. But check this out. And I'm going to compare this to a basketball team franchise as, as well. I meant, to, I meant to do that. Pew Research Center. Legitimate sources here. America's four middle uh, classes. So there's four distinct middle classes right here. And what the mindset is, then they'll tell you what your what your likelihood is. They're going to break it down by gender. They're going to break it down by race, break it down by age, education. You guys can I'll leave this in the description box, but it's interesting. I want you to look at this line right here. The Remember, the top of the class of the middle class, the satisfied class, the anxious mi- middle class and the struggling. Take a look at this. Look at the males and then look at the females. I'll, I'll bring up the females first. The top of the class, middle class females is the lowest percent. Remember the graph. It's, it represents the, for females, it's the lowest percentage of females are in that one. Then when you go with the satisfied, it goes up. Anxious middle class, 51%. But look, look at the struggling middle class, 60. Let me make this larger. That's what she said. See, let me make this larger. Look at the struggling, look at the female representation in the struggling middle class. of women in that middle class or in that struggle middle are going to be women while 33, 37% are going to be men. That struggling middle class is going to be very important. Look at the class distinction. So a lot of women will have a job. They'll get laid off. A lot of women will get divorced. They'll be in struggling. A lot of women will not. They'll choose to be single and they'll get bumped off the 45% of single women in America going into the future. A lot of them are going to be in the struggling middle class. Why? They chose servitude. Let's go up here. Let's go by race. Uh, let's go by race. says right here. Uh, white's obviously going to be top of that class right there with the blacks coming in next, Hispanics, and so forth and so on. They don't have Asians on here, which kind of messes it up, and they definitely don't have the you-know-who's. Struggling middle class, it seems to be primarily when the, when it comes to the blacks, they're going to be in the struggling middle class, as, as it currently states, more than they are in the other ones, more than they are in the other ones. That means that's not because you're black. It needs you, you need to change your mindset. There are some people that are, can, are making it there. Hispanics, they got you all over here in struggle zone. Change a mindset, perhaps living with four generations of people in one house is not a good idea. It's fine for family and loyalty, but somebody's got to break the curse. Somebody's gotta separate. Y'all can't all ride in the same car to work. You know what I mean? Like y'all gotta change that up. <laughs> you can't ha- have all them cars in the same parking lot. Eight cars all on the street taking up the cul de sac. I gotta move four cars just to get to work. All right. Um, but then when you got the top of the class, it's right here. Age, age-wise, age-wise, who's gonna be in that struggle zone? 18 to 30, what happens? If 18 to 30 is going to be in that struggling middle class with the least of them going to be in the top of the class, 18 to 30, if they're women, primarily they're women, 63% primary, there's going to be a lot of women selling cheats. Selling cheats. Then you have the young men out here as well. So then you have 18, I'm sorry, 30 to uh, 49. 30 to 49 is when you're making your run. See, for men and women. That's your going to be your comfort zone. Who's in 30 to 49 right now? That's millennials. A little bit of Gen X. Millennials and Gen X. It's when you separate yourself from the pack. So when you separate yourself from the pack. Education-wise, they have a whole bunch of things here. Struggling middle class, obviously. Less education you have, probably. That's not exactly true, but that's where it is statistically. Family income, all right, it's all separated. Married, divorce, not married, 77% going to be in that struggle zone. In the upper class, marriages, marriage is still a great way to get yourself out of that. You just make sure you're in a gooder position, better position. Okay, Um, if you want me to link that in the description box, remind me, I'm probably going to forget. But it's a great way to show what that middle class is doing. All right, so it's a class mindset. And there's also going to make this class warfare. The dangerous separation of the American middle class, right here. So I meant to go over this, but I closed the. Um, oh, there's a chart that I wanted to show on this one. Um, let's see here. Not educational attainment. Married head of household. So this is the middle class, right here. So they're dividing it up as well. The bottom middle class people, highly likely unmarried, highly likely never gonna get married, highly likely other. Then you have the upper, the top 20%, highly likely married, highly likely never married, or sorry, not likely to be never married, so forth and so on. All right. So this is the age group between 30 and 40, 35 and 40. Okay. So what we're looking at here is we we talk about not getting married, but we also talk about not getting divorced. With that being said, you got to make sure you're choosing the right partner. Choosing the right partner will help you in the class system. Now, also, it's not a guarantee. This is years of schooling, and there's one more chart here. That's not educational attainment because that's changing. Voted, not voted. And I thought that was one more. I think it was uh, income. Oh, here it is right here. Average household income. So uh, here it is right here. This is going to be, I think, the top 20% of income. This is what I want to show you. The top 20% of income or income uh, of the middle class. Look at how their income goes up. You see how their income goes up over the years 1967 to 2013. Look at how their income goes up. Now, if your income stagnates over time and it flatlines and it barely goes up, this is how you stay in a certain class. So your parents were here. Then you got the same mindset from your parents and then you're here and then you gave your kids the same mindset and you and them are right here. Mm. Middle class people that stay middle class mindset, they tend to not evolve. Same as the lower ones. Same as Tyrese talking about voter suppression and reparations and they need to do that. And the white man and women and male privilege and trans rights. This is where y'all going to be right here. Y'all ain't never elevating out. You're going to be stuck there. Why? Therapy, mental health issue. This is where y'all going to be right here, bro. The excuse makers, the blamers, the Jermaine fault, the divorce eight. This is where y'all going to be right here. You ain't going nowhere. With that being said, the inflation, the cost of living all goes up. Everything in the future goes up. The opportunities for you invest never exist. When I tell you this. Somebody said to me, somebody said, or somebody passed this on. Somebody said, I don't have enough money. Remember the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I can't afford to have this. You're going to be stuck forever. Mm. I can't afford to have an editor edit my videos. Bro, that is the fetus. That is the fetus mindset. Because everybody can afford it. It's just how you can't afford it. You have to cut back. You have to choose a different lifestyle. You got to make a different choice. You got to risk. You got to have, you got to make a proper assessment. Because not everybody can afford what they're doing. Can they, uh, can they take the risk? Can they gamble? Can they invest in themselves? That's the truth. You got to have a sacrifice. Make a sacrifice. Stop doing something over here and do that. Or sacrifice your time. Do something extra. Instead of saying, this person did extra. That's why they can afford. Why don't you do extra? See, then you demonize doing extra. You see how that mindset is? And I'm taking the words almost frame by frame. I can't afford this. But that person is evil. Remember, let's let's show you the chart. This is what we do in our world, and this is why you're going to be stuck. Okay? This is the chart that I was explaining that. The top of the class, they get pissed on by the anxious and the struggling class. Because the top of the class sacrificed risk invested in themselves or in businesses. They had discretionary income. They had disposable income and they used it wisely and they found the solution. But then the struggling class will penalize the top of the class of the middle class. This is why there's class warfare. It's not the elites. It's this mindset. Oh, this person does this and he's doing it more than me, but... But he got this, but he's evil for doing more. I swear to God, (laughs) you people are crazy. People are crazy. This is where the class warfare is. It's not with the elites. The elites are sitting back. And one more point about the elites. They don't care about you. They don't think about you. Or if they do, they will support you in what you're doing in your working class. They will pay you a salary. They will give you opportunities that you choose to stay in by. Be an employee by being working class. That's your choice. That's your choice. And then also, um, if you choose to be in the middle class and start a business and whatnot or service, the elites will hire you for that. When you think about how basketball teams are formulated, basketball teams have an owner. They have a they have an owner that is an elite class member. They have general managers. These are elite class members. Then you have the working class, which are the athletes. The athletes make millions of dollars, but they're still working class. So it's not about money. They still have a working class mindset, meaning they got to put in sweat equity to make their money. But they also can't say the wrong thing because the elite class member will strike them down or will trade them or will cut them. So even if you make money doesn't mean you got to the elite status, you still can be working class. And the elites, the general managers, the damn uh, executive vice president, the marketing team, and the owner, they're the elites. And they are a small percentage. The primary uh, percentage of the people that make up the team and the most recognizable figures are the middle class, the working class. And then below that are the people who are somewhat the people who do all the work. The concession people are the ones in poverty, the people out there doing parking, getting you to get in your parking spot. The people that are working security that can never look on the floor. Those are the poverty people. Those are the people impoverished, right? They had to take a bus so they can guide you into a parking spot. That's part of the basketball organization. Are you going to get from that poverty spot? Are you going to get from doing parking and get to doing popcorn? What are you going to (laughs) do? This is all mindset. It's all mindset. And I look at it as a franchise sports team. Somebody said, <laughs> uh yeah. So yeah, look, money is not the all end all be all with class. It's gonna be your mindset. What is your mindset gonna be with class? You can live in a working class community and you can be, I'm top of the class. That's okay. That's where the chart says right here. I'm I live in the middle class, but I'm top of the class. That's an elite position. And then, but because being top of the class, I'm gonna go evaluate elevate into the elite class, which is difficult. But let me just say this, and I'll conclude the point. The new class of people that nobody has any rules on yet are people like me, people like OnlyFans creators, people who are content creators, right? These are the new class of people that are made in the digital age. Anybody related to something like this, right? Anything by This class of people is the new class. These are the new status people. These are the new celebrities. These are the new Power players. These are the new money makers. And they are doing something which is called risk and sacrifice. They're exposing themselves to the public for a certain way. Uh, If you take Kevin Samuels. We love Mr. KS over here. He was able to win a three-year period. With the uh, practical application and sweat equity. And a little bit of uh, uh, exposure and luck. Which is luck is not a bad thing. Luck is just preparation meaning opportunity. With a little bit of all of those things in the right scenario, the pandemic, make himself in the upper top of the class approaching elite status economically, just economically. Then status wise, he was able to make himself a household name in many households. Um, with that being said, there's no what? He said the grifter class. Um, There's no what? There's really no rules or playbook to this. There's no amount of time that you think you're going to be here. You're beholden to the platforms, meaning you are somewhat still working class. But you have the economics of achieving going from lower class to middle class in the blink of an eye, or the top of the class. There's really no tax structure or tax tax laws that are really in place to deal with people like you. You're a very big threat. People are like you are a very big threat because you're a new class without defined rules, without defined rules. So you can see somebody that is doing this and say they're grifting. But what you don't understand is it's just the new class of people. You're just a new class. And nobody has rules. They don't know why you can make money on doing this. You can make money doing this? Yep. I can make more, more money than you in a day uh, in a day than you make in a month. There's plenty of people doing that. There's more people that are making um, in this new class of people. And this just in this isn't only creators, but it's social media influencers. And so there's people making more money in a month than more people make in a year. In a year. And the window's wide open for any of these sectors of the new class of people. The new class of people are going to be people who make a million dollars in a year or $100,000 in a month. These are going to be Generation Z's, millennials. Uh, yes, is there going to be damage that comes from these people? Yes, but there's damage that comes to people who are in working class. There's damage that comes to people who are in middle class and poverty class. Don't just say, well, these people are going to have this as a consequence. There's consequences to everything. Okay, there's consequences to everything. Yeah, the people who do this probably going to have some mental health issues in 10 years or 20 years. Yes, yes. There's there's consequences in everything. But staying in the middle, right here in the lower working middle class, oh, I'll be happy here. No, you won't. You're going to get eaten up alive and you're going to bounce to one of these other divided up classes. Just staying there and standing still is not a solution. Okay, but with that being said, these people, That are doing this, that are going to be the new class of people, are redefining what class is. They're going to redefine what rich people look like. They're going to redefine what behaviors class people accept because they're going to have the resources and moved into uh, gated communities with big McMansions or big mansions and have all the cars and Ferraris and Lamborghinis. But they're going to be wearing t shirts and baseball caps like this here. They're going to be like this here with baseball caps. That's what they're going to look like many of them ain't going to have jewelry and bling bling many of them ain't going to be flashy many of them going to look like geeks and nerds many of them are going to parlay that into millions of dollars logan paul jake paul are a prime example in 10 years in 10 years they are now started a betting company they made millions of dollars in boxing they wrestled in the world wrestling federation for the heavyweight championship of the world And they got on a T-shirt and a hat. That's all they got. And that's all you see. (laughs) Y'all like my hat on top of my headphones? It's going to be the new class of people. The Kardashians are kind of making that roadmap as well. They're like, what do they do? They're famous for being nothing. That's where we live today. That's where we live. And a lot of haters, a lot of people who won't evolve are going to say, because somebody's saying it right now, they changed the game. Uh, the way they came into boxing. Jake Paul is the biggest thing in boxing. Whether you hate it or not, you can hate. You can stay where you are and hate on it. Or you can go, man, this is going to change the sport. How do I get it? How do I get a piece of it? How do I get a part of it? Should I keep my hat on? (laughs) That's the new class of people. Not just content creators, though. There's new people uh, falling into these new classes where Remember, you used to wear a suit and a tie. you were rich. Now, if you wear a suit and a tie, you're working class. think about the think about that let's let me give you another example. You used to be able to get a degree from college and move up classes. Now you're in the working class and you're a part of this struggling or anxious middle class. Just think about that. Think about how much that has changed our ideas of class. You could be on two trucks, two semi trucks, and you could be in the top of the middle class. And you could have three bachelor degrees and be broke as a joke with your suit and tie on. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) There's my hat to the back. All right. Hat to the back. You can be on YouTube like this and be making a hundred thousand dollars a month a month. And you could have a whole khakis and dockers on struggle lugga luggling Struggle lugga luggling. You could be an old ass man in a gaming chair making what I'm making, or you could be on the struggle bus. You could be off hating on an old ass man in a gaming chair with a, a painting on it behind him of himself. <laughs> Yo, where you want? And let me just tell you something. There ain't no happiness nowhere. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear you'll be happier here. Well, you'll be happier. At least you have love and family. Bullshit. Bullshit. This is the blue chip mindset, man. Let me get to don't listen to that bullshit. Don't listen to people tell you, well, at least I'll have love and happiness. Mm. Let me show you again. When you have talk about middle class people, there is no satisfied position. There's a satisfied middle, but look how few there are. The people in the middle that claim, oh, well, at least I have, they be sitting around here struggling and anxious and, how dare you. and, in a bind and rent due. Your rent's due, my mother- Shit, don't don't let them fool you that they happy. They overweight. They got diabetes. Taking all kind of mental health medications and medical medication. They feed all fat at the bottom. Like stop. They they yeah. They mama live with them. They kids live with them. Their kids kids live with them. But at least we have happiness. Stop. Mm. Don't let them fool you with that bullshit. All right, let me get to these chats, man. Let me catch up. This is the blue chip mindset series in the building, man. Appreciate the support. It's about getting yours. It's about getting yours out here. I'm gonna start with PayPal because y'all need some love, the PayPal loving. I'm glad I got a new computer because this computer is not gonna last. (laughs) All right, the one that I got had before that thing was that thing is not lasting. I have it on as a secondary screen here, but it has crashed about five times during this show. The Jimmy ZTT shout out to your yesterday's morning money mindset. In advance tip, he says, record numbers of single depressed women plus multi dollar, uh, multi million dollar, no, multi billion dollar makeup sales added to my pet food stock equals a very happy portfolio. Shout out to you in the future. He says, shout out to Stacey Abrams. I guess a lot of black men won't be getting lucky for a while since they refuse to vote Stacey Abrams in. Yeah. No voting, no And Men in Atlanta are not getting any. Because y'all didn't vote for Stacey Abrams. Y'all didn't vote y'all Mammy in. All right, AD Austin has a lot to say, so we'll cover all of his. I accidentally used my old license at the voting spot, and they still took it. I had a new one, but they didn't care. I'm in Alabama. Well, they didn't have anybody. I don't think any, uh, any of the races were tight in Alabama, so I don't think they cared. Mm. Was there any tight races in Alabama? He says, parents need tough love, too. He says, they're not our friend. Remember, yes. Parents need tough love, and men and women who have parents, you better be prepared for the moment where your parents lose everything. They're going to lose their job. They're going to lose their spot. Many of them will lose their wealth in this new class organization. What are you going to do with them? They're going to come knocking at your door. How are you going to treat them? What's the contingency plan? What's the plan marching forward? If they don't know and they think they're just going to move into your spot and you hit them with the, oh, no, you ain't, You better be ready for the backlash, okay? Mm. Adios says, I was just thinking about this. If you're a billionaire serving trillionaires, are you still working class? Yes. So uh, especially millionaires, there were, what was the number 200? I'm sorry, there was 2,000 more millionaires created, but many of them can still be working class. They can still be working class because we're all beholden to the elite. Um you want to shake the elite off, you got to move out of the country. He says uh let's see here. And and uh, uh one more thing about that, uh 100,000 in the future, 250 is going to be the new 100,000. And he says there's people with zero family support killing it. Yep. And I think a lot of people will kill it when you don't have family support. Don't think you're going to have family support and work your way up to the top. Let me show you that screen again. Many people who go from one class system to the other oftentimes has to shake their family. You have to shake your family. You got to wash your hands of your family. Okay, so if you want to go to the top of the class, you got to leave your anxious and struggling family behind. Not a lot of people are willing to do that. But no, you will live all together in one house, five generations in one house, eight cars in your driveway. You'll do that shit. And the minute you dip out of there, guess what? They're going to call you all kind of names. Okay. Somebody says, Coach, 100K today is already minimum wage. <laughs> he said minimum wage. I'm going to go that far. But um, in many places, you this is where also location plays a part, right? You can be in Amarillo, Texas with 100K, and you can be somewhat fine, right? You could be single with 100K. You could be somewhat fine. But there's a lot of guys that are making 100K and that have family and three kids, and they're not okay, bro. And depending on their location, they're not okay. And also, um, if you are in a location where you make 100K, you're in the elite. You're in the way top of the class because there's not that many people making 100K around you. So let's we always got to put things in perspective. Oh, I live in Amarillo. I make 100K. k. I'm I'm living like a king. Okay. I guarantee you, you go to the outskirts of Amarillo, you're part of an elite class of people in Amarillo. Whereas if you make hundred k in New York you ain't a part of no elite class you're not in the elite class at all you ain't even you ain't even breathing the elite classes uh uh fumes right now you're not sitting courtside at the Knicks game you're sitting up in the two hundred and the four hundred bowl in the arena you lucky to go to two games a season all right but when you in Amarillo make a hundred k you could go to um you could go to the West Texas state university football game, and you can have season tickets to sit on the couch right there in the end zone. What's the school in Amarillo? Or you could go to Lubbock, Texas and Texas tech. You can sponsor the damn basketball team, have your face on the screen, your name on the scoreboard, and you can have front row seats at the Texas tech basketball game. That's where you can be at. <laughs> okay. It's all relative and it's all a part of a class. That's all class stuff, And if you make 100K in New York, can you go home, make 100K in Amarillo? No, you cannot. I can't leave New York with my 100K job and put my ass in Amarillo. Now you can in a little bit because people are working from home, but that's a new class of people as well, working from home people. They found a way to make that work. But just because I got that achievement there doesn't mean I can move it and implant it somewhere else. <laughs> all right, it's all mindset. Kalen says, under the current laws, marriage will always benefit women. He says they will always fight for it, even though they don't deserve it. Sex is a mutual or sex was a marital benefit, but not anymore. As the choosers of sex, women have to take the L for it for it what? For it being premarital. Well, women don't take no L's. I know we want them to lose, but uh it ain't gone. It ain't gonna happen anytime soon. We will always try to find out. The biggest thing in any society is to figure out what place you want women to be. I'll elaborate on that point. If a society cannot keep women and not keep them in a place, or if we can't decide on what we're going to do with our women, the society will crumble. They are the X factor. They are the variable. We have to find a good place for them. And society is going to be oriented around that. We We tried to stay at home. We tried to build communities with women staying at home. Some women didn't want that. So we said, OK, go to go to work. They went to work. They weren't satisfied. They wanted to be they, they wanted to get paid the same. They wanted a better job. They didn't just want to be a secretary. OK, you be middle management, human resources. We'll give you affirmative action. We'll double quote a black women. All right. That is segregated the black community by rewarding the black women. And then this disassociation or penalizing the black men. Then you go forward. That's all just trying to position women. Right. Then you go forward and then you want the equal pay. For everything and then you formulate corporations to a point where men don't even want to be a part of corporations and play that game anymore so they ditch that that's all kind of just positioning women propping them up then when the economy crashes 70 percent of them lose their job Mm. and then you got to have a contingency plan as to do with those women what are we going to do with those women well some of those are going to sell some box some of them are going to struggle some of them need government sub supplement some of them will go into marriages That's what we do with women in our society, that we need a place to put them where everybody benefits. Well, the government benefited by being double taxation, double taxating them in marital households. But they also now have more divorce as a result. They have more women saying, I'll just live off of forty five thousand dollars a year and I'll be making it. But she also gets the safety net of the government, sugar daddies, uh, dating, child support, alimony. At some point we got to figure out what we're going to do with american women and now uh the corporations that figured it out we'll just sell to them and we'll keep them employed in the working class as you saw they'll be in the working class primarily off and on and we'll just sell to them and if they can't buy it they'll find a man that'll buy it for them and they will be happy mm. yeah they'll be happy i'm not happy as a result they're not happy <laughs> They're still not happy. Kalen says marriage was an institution created over 4,000 years ago to prevent people from having sex with those that won't commit to them as well as have children. Yeah. Children. I think the basis of marriage is children. All right, man, I'm trying to get through these. All right. We'll catch up with everybody. Van says, coach, thank you. I have a roof over my head and I can say for the first time I have peace and quiet. Gonna have to work on the freedom part and try to support myself. So monk mode is in full effect. Appreciate you again, man. Gonna have to contribute mainly on locals from now on until things get brighter. Respect, brother, and send me off with the airplane sound effect. Shout out to you. Uh, most women can have very nothing, very much, very little, and um think they're doing something, which is it's not good for society to continue to make them believe. That they're being self-sufficient and self-supportive, and living very minimally, while judging people for judging men for living minimally, I I just don't think they're successful at this endeavor. I don't see it. Although if you go to Atlanta, there's a lot of women who own one-bedroom townhomes, and they think they're doing it. Uh, but uh, ladies, I will ask you if you even those Atlanta women and particularly black women that judge men like this, like like look whatever you're doing to make it. Whatever you're saying, you did and you made it in life. I want to ask you this if a man had the same thing, would you qualify him as a top tier male? I'll wait. <laughs> Meaning, he's you have a Nissan Ultima, you have a one bedroom townhome that you own, 40 year loan locked in, you have a job middle-class, working-class job and you're telling me you made it in society, right? I'm doing it. I'm that bitch. I'm the bad bitch. I'm the boss babe. You got an eyelash business on the side. If you met a male, ma- yeah, C-class Mercedes If you at best. If you met a male with the same thing, do you classify him as making it? Do you classify him as making it? I'll wait. That's going to prove my point right there. That proves my point. <laughs> you literally would call him a loser. And as a result, if we're measuring people equally, you're a loser. <laughs> I'm, just ta- I'm just saying, but, but if I say something like this, people hate that. But it's the truth. You're a loser. You ain't making it. Just like that man would not be making it according to your judgment. But if then you say, well, he's making it too, and we can get together, and there's potential there, that's a different conversation, right? That's a different conversation. All right, anyway, that's why I'm a classist in the building. Shout out to J. Cool. He Jay Cool needs some love, coach. He says, Attraction is not a choice. And that is what she said. He says, the things that I just realized is a chick can be attracted to me and act completely aloof at times. Abundance mindset, free agent for life. Well, that's because we don't, yeah. I mean, she can be aloof. A lot of women are still don't like rejection as well. So it's tough to know who when a woman liked you or not. All right, shout out to no government name. When you work from home, they pay you based on your location. If you work in Amarillo, they will pay you 50 grand, but in New York, 100K. Absolutely. So that's the whole thing about working from home. They find out your ass moved to Amarillo, and they're paying you 100K, thinking you live in an apartment building in New York. They're going to they gonna snatch that 100. <laughs> <clears throat> shout out to them. Shout out to, you we're know, going to go into Cash App. Shout out to... Dan, Dan G says, 2025, Coach Alini, Fettuccine, brand hits Walmart. Oh, I'm liking that, bro. Big time grift. All right, Laura Moore, again, quote, I want her to love me for me forever, unquote, end quote, BS. We're going to love each other forever. Go look at your scorecard. I hate to give you a double dose of this reality because we like double Ds. There's no such thing as Forever. I think that's childish talk when a person says that. I'll let you get to eighteen. If you're over eighteen and you say forever, you're a you're a child. We'll be together forever, and we'll be happy forever, and we'll love each other forever. Man, go take that shit to the stove. Take it to the stove. I ain't got no time for that shit. All right, let's make this work as long as we can. Shout out to Sufficient Funds says active duty military is only satisfied middle class. Indeed, but they can't – many times active-duty military can't leap ahead. I think they have a lot of things to overcome. You can't be like the rich dude on the barracks. Okay? Roderick Miller, shout-out to you. We getting it. He says, Coach, you are on target. Stay there. Go Grizz in the building. Uh, Is this Memphis Grizzly or the Montana Grizz? All right, shout-out to you, man. Shout-out to you, man. We on Target. Not everybody's giving you this mindset right here. Shout-out shout out to Jeremiah Franz. Says, great show today. And then he says, upper level uh, in Columbus, Ohio, is $500,000. Wow. People don't want to hear that. Uh, because a lot of guys can live off of less. But just to beat, just to tell you, just to tell you, the the new – just like the 100K is something that people tried to get to in the 80s. You were rich if you made 100K. Now 100K is relatively normal. And you're going to hear about millionaires, a lot more millionaires. They're going to be millionaires. There's a lot of people who are worth net worth millionaires. And what does it mean? Don't mean nothing. Like it's nice. I mean, but it doesn't mean what you think is going to mean. You think I don't have any worries. Shit. If you make a million, if you're a millionaire net worth, you still right here. Top of the class. That's where you are. You ain't in no elite category. <laughs> you you're, you. might be in the elite. You might be in the elite, but if you're a self-made millionaire, you're in the top of the class. Barely out of the satisfied class And just a few years ago, you was in the anxious class. You can do things that a lot of people can't do, but that's because of where we're going economically, I know this sounds weird to people, sounds weird, but that's where we're going. A million dollars in many places, you're just just one of, and you're going to be that in the next five years, and it's nice. It's going to be nice to be worth a million dollars. It's nicer than being worth less, but if you're worth less and you don't push forward and try to get to 50, 60, 70, 80, and there's no sense of urgency and you stay where you are, you're going to get ran over in the five years. Mm. This is where we're going. You're going to get crushed out here. <laughs> you could get crushed. I, I'm trying to say it as nice as I can. You're going to get crushed out here. Most of you. All right. I got to catch up on a whole bunch of super chats. All right. Edmund Dante's, did I get you? I got T Mom. I know I'm going back. Damn, this is a long time ago, but he says your favorite actress, Jennifer Aniston, give her the buzzer, reveals she tried and failed IVF for years and her husband divorced her in 2018 due to speculation about not having or not being able to give him a kid. Price is wrong. Coach is right. Marrying old women, especially when you're dealing with older Kaylees, Kaylee's that turn into Karen. If you get one after 28, you roll in the dice. And as a result. Nature kicks in, father time kicks in and said you ain't using this. And they start to shrivel up and the the, the production is not there. The production is not firm, fertile and fresh. And you'll find out a lot of these married couples spend 60, 70, 80, $100,000 just to have one crumb snatching ass kid. But people won't tell you that she hid this for years. And her husband divorced her asses like you're barren. See, we used to call these things for what it is, all right? But now we can't say, oh, well, you don't know, and these are just, you're being mean. No, you can't fight nature. You can't fight biology. We're playing God, and you guys are nothing but the devil. Our arrogance as a human species is that we're playing God, and we're sincerely nothing but the devil. We should be shaken off like fleas by this earth that's spinning around the sun. For 24 hours a day, if you will, or for you flatter for going left and right? I don't know what you want to say, but we're playing God and we should be shaking off like fleas because we gotten too big for our britches. It's ridiculous. You're fighting nature and you're losing the battle. And when I point out your losses, you're blaming me for it. Don't blame me. You guys are the idiots. All right, here we go. Oh, wait a minute. You guys are the dumb asses new, new, new that keep falling. for the- Why am I going to marry a woman? In her late 20s, early 30s. And that's you. And then I got to pay $100,000 jack off in the Petri dish and hope they can mix it together, inseminate her, hire a surrogate. No, man. (laughs) Well, that's what you have to do if you truly love her. No. Nope. I'm not doing it. (laughs) (laughs) That ain't love. That's dumb. All right, shout out to Robert Moreno, says, oh, yeah, squishy, squashy, squashy in the building. Elgin Gong says, coach, you're my favorite African-American out here. Oh, yeah. Uh, Look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? (laughs) He says, coach, you could have stopped that. Why would I marry a woman? Henry Resilient, divorce has allowed me to cut off several family members who sided with her. For me, that's a small victory of people that I would never help or never have to help again. Yeah, divorce reveals some, you know, they say God don't like divorce. There's a reason why. It is, uh, it is catastrophic to families. It's like a death. It's synonymous to a death. Many times, actually, uh, primary teachers are learning that divorce affects the children that they teach just as more or if not worse than death itself of a, of a family member. Meaning death of your parent is less than divorce. I shared that article I shared that article with you guys. The research is being done. What we're doing as a culture is not working. I know people will make it work. They're patching it up. But divorce is like a death. And we need to look at it as a death. But what we treat it as is, oh, whatever. And then if anybody's hurt in it, people make fun of you. Oh, you just hurt. Bruh, it's like somebody died. It's worse than the death. It's the death of your lineage. It's the death of your legacy. It's the death of your finances. It's the death of your children. It's handing your children over to the state. It's the death of your spouse. Because she's done too. She might as well just go ahead and dig a hole. She's not coming back from this. <laughs> she's she's going to be wrecked. She gonna be She's going to be wrecked from this. And the data proves it. After two years after divorce, women overwhelmingly are affected worse. You see what I'm saying? So this is what people have to really, but but we we deal with it like, oh, let's not talk about it. And if you talk about it, you're hurting. The women get the, oh, poor girl, but you guys, it was your fault, you know. Uh, it is all your main fault. It's always your main fault. Marriage causes divorce, says marriage is so dangerous, he says they had to invent prenups. Marriage is so dangerous, they had to invent prenups, which people will still overlook. All right, Mr. DG says in the 19th century, damaged women went out to the Old West and became prostitutes. Everybody serves a purpose. That's what they used to do in the Old West, and they're doing it now in the Wild, Wild West in the 2022s. That's exactly what they're doing. They don't make it in their city. They go to another city. They leave Kansas City, and they come to Los Angeles. They leave Atlanta, and they end up in Charlotte or Houston. They leave New Orleans, and they end up in Dallas. And they end up 304ing and living in Airbnb and having no vehicle, renting Ubers. Bruh, it's, dude, do you see what's going on? It's crazy out here. All right. And if a certain segment of your society is doing that, it's only a matter of time. It's a ticking time bomb. I don't want to hear about the women who aren't doing this. Well, not all women are in that position. And that's like saying all black people ain't poor. Well, forget about the poor black ones. There's some rich ones. Forget about the ones that are poor. Oh, is that what we're doing? Okay. <laughs> no, I got to think about them because they're going to rob me. Their, their, their lifestyle is going to affect me. As soon as I want to go down to the liquor store and pick up pick up a pack of later because I'm hungry at night. Now I got to worry about getting st- stabbed and shot in my car jack. Okay, so it affects me. Mm. All right, shout out to Tony savagely trading Tony he says fake book looked at I'm sorry fake book looking at 12k in layoffs by the end of the year twitter 4700 in layoffs cga on point he says when there's blood in the streets it's time to eat yep I wanted you guys to get to this position in life to now there's blood in the streets it's time to eat it's time to us to now use this doom and gloom uh, prophecy that I had to now say it's time for me to take advantage of suckers right y'all want to have blood in the street Cool. <laughs> okay, y'all want to lose y'all asses? Cool. All right, because I had no dead weight. I got rid of all my dead weight. I focus on myself. Now I'm in a position to kill. All right, and we 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 eat what we kill out here. <laughs> Domain stick coach. I'm a 31 year old civil engineer out here living the free agent lifestyle, and I refuse to be called a millennial. Shout out to you. Age of the machines, debt free, and I—I'll be—I'll be, I'll be cocked, damn! If I ever go back to the anxious and struggling again, he says your videos provide legit help and healing. Um the six sixes. You got four of the sixes because of you. Shout out to you, man. Shout out to that. Yeah, man. I've been in the anxious zone. I've been in the struggle zone, and I also had family and I also had friends. All right. Now I start getting rid of their ass, and I start getting to the top of the class. Abel returns to eating, my dear coach. Please elaborate on how having the vasectomy affects your relationship with women, especially if you have a wee bit of money and the RP. Let me see how far I'm behind here. Vasectomy can get you a little bit in trouble in relationships because a lot of women will enter in relationships depending on your age, and they'll say they don't want children, but they'll change their mind. That's a bait and switch. So if you don't alert them that you had a vasectomy and you're in your 20s or your 30s, and then they say, I don't want to have kids. But then later on, they get with you, and then they, oh, let's have a kid. Well, when you tell them you ain't got no damn ability to have the kids, she's going to be pissed off at you, right? So in a sense, she lied and misled you or bait and switched you, and now she's going to be pissed at you. Why didn't you tell me? Mm. Or, Or if she gets pregnant while in a relationship with you, that could help you as well because she's going to reveal herself. You're going to be like, it ain't mine. How you know it ain't yours? I know it's not mine. Unless my name is Antonio Cromartie, it ain't mine. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Why are people in here hating, bro? Why why, why, why you hating? <laughs> He's like, Coach got all that money but can't buy a good computer. I got all the best stuff. The problem is I'm in the Desert Storm bunker. That's my problem. I'm not in the city with you lemmings. Sitting up there soaking up 5G all day. (laughs) Sitting there getting consumed and ate up your innards cooked all day with all that damn technology. I'm in a bunker. I'm all the way out in the middle of the damn wild, wild west. The hell you talking about? That's why my shit be acting up. (laughs) You goofy ass city dwelling lemming. Just because you want to live in a stacked up apartment building all your life, that's your dumb ass fault. When you getting cooked, your inners getting cooked by your damn uh Wi-Fi and your blue chip. What is that called? Your blue chip. Well, not the blue chip. What's it called? Yo, bl- what is it called? What is the blue thing? You getting cooked by your inners getting cooked. Wi-Fi, 5G, blue, what is it called? Bluetooth? Your whole brain getting swell up by Bluetooth. And you got the nerve to be talking about me. I'm in the desert storm bunker. I'm in the middle of the damn desert. That's why my shit acting up. My computers, I got a thousand dollars of computer equipment in here, Mr. Getting your innards cooked, your whole spleen and liver, getting diced up by 5G. Sit your ass, radiation ass down. Listen, tell me about myself around here. Don't get me to talking about you. <laughs> you can't find me on the map. I ain't even on the map around here. That's why my shit acting up. Talk about I got all this money in got cap- I got the best of the best in here, but your ass living in a stacked up 14 story apartment building with a waiting list of all these lemmings trying to get in there. All right. And y'all all sucking up on each other's Bluetooth all day with 32 devices on one damn piece of Wi Fi. Sit your pack ass down. I ain't got no time to hear this bullshit trying to get in on me. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. Anyway, I don't want to hear, man. I I got some. Y'all want smoke? Y'all want smoke? Bring that smoke. Marinating ass liver. Five G marinated liver. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, you gotta be the you gotta be away from it. You gotta be well. Uh, shout out to uh. Did I get able to return to eating? Shout out to you. Uh, Daniel McGee says, I'm like Uncle Earl. I don't want no respect. I just want some ass. He says, money, leverage, and options. Free agent lifestyle is definitely in my near future. Thanks, coach. I don't have, yeah, man. I don't have no, love is not on the list. (laughs) It's not on the list. Leverage, options, freedom, peace, quiet. Jack Vendetta, he says, this time, the time is now to monetize your talent. Personality and creativity, etc. He says, No time in history has the average person had the ability to carve his own path. Shout out to my favorite African American out here. You're absolutely right. We talk about that in the money mindset groups. And the first time in history, you can broadcast yourself. Remember, YouTube's statement was broadcast yourself. Okay. Broadcast yourself. Now it's developed into what it is. That was in 2006, 2006, 2007. Broadcast yourself. Oh, what stupid people! Remember, you're taking a picture of your food. Who cares? You got a dog skating on a skateboard. Who cares? And look at where that's come, bro. It, dude. If you have any skill right now and you're and you're broke, that's like having being a woman and broke, and she got a vagina between her legs. She got a whole damn ATM between her legs, and she on the bus stop. I actually look at women on the bus stop. I'm like, damn, how are you on the bus stop?
2: I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs, and I just I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in and that's it and put the pen number and boom money just comes right out
0: you see a young woman on the bus stop i'd be looking like damn like she on the bus stop like what in the world i'm like damn your pride getting the best of you you got too much pride and you taking your job you taking the bus to best buy to work in in stock shelves like Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) you talk about loot making the worst use of your talent like, bro, like what? Oh my God. Like you sitting there with talent and you're not using it in a in a system that's open, it's an open highway for you to monetize your talent right now. Right now, and you're sitting there on the bus stop. Like mm. <laughs> shit. Well, I'm not, I'm not showy. I'm not showy. I'm not gonna show off. Dude, this is not about showing off. And by the way, you're gonna have to show off to make set yourself apart. I mean, the game is going to get harder from here. I share with my money mindset group what people are doing on social media. And it's amazing. It is absolutely amazing. Okay, what people are doing. Um, I shared the story about the guy who does the cheetah puppet. He does the puppet. And he also he also raps and creates music. It's amazing. And it's going to be harder to make an imprint. It's going to be harder to make a different like to stand out. In two years, uh, it's going to be harder. This is why I'm always constantly trying to evolve. It's harder to stand out in two years. It's going to be way harder if you're a woman standing out on social media, right? Putting your little Facebook photo like this with the little deer ears and the deer nose with all the filters—that ain't going to do shit. Nobody even going to even notice that. <laughs> Nobody—they go to scroll past that shit. Yeah, yeah. They now have full nude, a woman now on Instagram. I wish I could show it to you. I wish I could show it to you. You can do full nude back in. Instead of frontal, you can be fully nude back in and be getting a clear pass on Instagram. Two years ago, you could not do that. You can have a sheer shirt on showing your areolas on Instagram right now as a woman. You can almost be fully frontal nude right now on Instagram. So, Dude, the game is going to be changing. And if you're a producer, you can play the piano. You can't just get on uh, uh, YouTube. Thanks for sticking around. Like the stream. You should be able to get on YouTube, put a stationary camera up, no lighting, no nothing. Crack your knuckles and play the piano for 10 minutes. And people will watch it. Wow. He really knows how to play the piano. Do that shit right now. No edits. No different camera angles, no lighting, no purpose. What what are you playing? Why are you playing this bullshit? (laughs) Okay, teach me how to play. You Man, you ain't getting shit. Now you got to have a whole damn puppet, do ventriloquism, have a light, strobe lights, uh, flashing lights, a naked woman walking across the screen twerking, and it's got to be 30 seconds long. 30, not 10, not 10 minutes, 30 seconds long. <laughs> That's all you got. And you can go viral. Think of that, man. This is where it's going. Now, you don't have to do this. Stay where you are. Stay in the middle. Don't adapt. Don't evolve. Stay right there. Miss the window. Miss your opportunity. If you got no talent, fine. But just miss it. Miss the whole opportunity. And then in five years, you're going to be looking back. Damn, I should have started my channel. Yep. Yep too late now you you can't you miss the window ain't no more now in order to stand out now you're gonna have to be crazy <laughs> so it's miss the window if you want Henry Brazilian says the old me is dead he says how I used to view her is dead indeed yep marriage causes divorce he says once she gets that ring house and sperm it's over yes she has the advantage she has the advantage Uh, Let me share this one story since I advertised it. Child support system. The new hustle. Or sorry, the old hustle. This is old mindset. Although people will think this is a win, this woman thinks this this is a loss. All right, I got a couple of really good things to share before we go. This is a woman named Erica Mina. Yes, I describe people. I don't know who they are. All right, I've heard the name. I think I might have covered them once. I don't know who they are. And the guy named Safari he could be a rapper or actor. I really don't know. Trust me. People think I know these people. I don't know. Um, His ex-wife, I remember covering their divorce. There was something that went down. I think he dated another rapper, a female rapper. I can't remember. Anyway. Erica, uh, it says right here, Safari's ex-wife, Erica Mina, or Mena, breaks down in tears after learning the amount of Safari's monthly child support payments. So why did she break down in tears? On the latest latest episode of the 10th season of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, Erica Mina broke down in tears after learning she would get $4,000 a month in child support from Safari as part of their finalized divorce package. Now, $4,000 sounds like a lot, but obviously she crying, she in tears. Why? Last night on Love and Hip Hop, Uh, They aired a drama-filled episode, including Erica Minna, initially learning the details of her finalized divorce and her new child support guidelines with Safari. During the scene, Minna flips out. When finding out the news, which includes her learning, she will have primary custody of both of their children, Sapphire and Legend. And Safari will be shelling out $4,305 a month in child support. And she says, quote, are you effing kidding me? She questions someone on the phone while crying. Quote, now all of this financial burden with my children is on me. That's not fair. I'm not happy. Like, how does, how, wait, like he doesn't have to pay for none of it? This is effed up, bruh. <laughs> what people are understanding is that they can no longer finesse the child support system like that. Number one, dudes ain't having kids like that. Okay, number two, if dudes are having kids like that, they know how to get their tax records to look a certain way. Some of these ninjas ain't got no proper job. Hey, he made $20,000 a month. Show me. Prove it. All right. Um, it's in the business name. It's in my mama's name. Uh, I don't own no property, right? No, nope, I don't own none of this shit. Erica a filed for divorce. Again, this is why women file incentive to win. And um, she filed divorce last year. After accusing Safari of cheating on her after two years of marriage. Two measly years. One nappy-headed ass kid. And now guess what? She tried to play the system and she lost. i love to see it. Now, $4,000 is a lot of money for us. It would definitely be painful to our pockets. But she tried to finesse the system and take his ass to the family court. And it didn't work. She got caught. I'm not happy. Good for her ass. It says right here, Safari has moved on. He's dating a model. No, wait. Dating Kimbala Madoz. Over the summer, a sex tape leaked that allegedly showed the couple engaging in coitus. Okay. That's they're they're addressing that right there. So, a shout out to Erica Mena. <laughs> yes, the financial burden is on you. I'm sure you make money as an Instagram hottie or a thottie. I'm sure there's ways that you can earn money. Not only that, you tried to finesse financial, uh, you tried to finesse physical custody of the kids. The court granted it to you and said, you got to pay your half too
1: announcement has been paid for by the new world yeah that should
0: have been this one due, so women thinking they're going to get child support and kick their feet up no when you get forty three hundred dollars you got to put your forty three hundred dollars on top of that and put some some fives on top of some, some sixes now you got to have the kids full time and you got to dice that four thousand dollars up and because you know most of them are going to use that child support money for their money so she's thinking how am i going to pay rent and and uh, live the good life, and then take care of my kids on $4,300. Hey, it's a... Your rent's too much. Yeah, that's your half, and that belongs to the children. You should be thinking about how to get your children in a good financial position and not trying to keep custody away and thinking you're going to get rewarded. Now your ass got to pay, because $4,000 for her lifestyle, I'm sure it ain't going to work. She got to need more than that. She probably wanted $16,000, and ladies, stop being greedy. I love it when women take dues to child support court, and they lose. I've always said, man, somebody take me to child support court. They owe me money. They're going to owe money. You're going to have a hard ass time proving I got any damn thing. All right. You owe me money. Trust me. You owe me money. You're going to pay, especially if it's 50 50 custody. You're going to owe me money and you're going to be pissed the hell off. (laughs) Yeah. You know what time it is? You want to pay your bills? You want to pay rent? You want to get Starbucks? You better work, bitch. (laughs)
1: You want to get
2: starbucks you better work bitch you want to get groceries you want to feed your cats you want to watch netflix you better
0: work bitch <laughs> shout out to erica mina i'm glad your ass got finessed but by the way you a greedy one a son of a you know what if you think four thousand dollars is not a lot of money sad sad man you can't control these people man all right let me share two more things right here for these brothers hey hey man Uh what's the dating prospects looking like out here? Here's a young woman here sharing the last two videos, short. These this woman's in these streets, bruh. In
2: these streets? My mom was in the room right next to me, right? Okay. And there was five dudes at my house, okay? Okay. All of them trained. Jesus Christ. Five. Yeah, my mom didn't even care. Yeah. Five dudes. That's what's up. that's
1: (laughs) she belongs to the streets
0: what's your craziest confession
2: my mom was in the room right next to me right
1: okay
2: and there was five dudes at my house okay okay all of them trained jesus christ five yeah my mom didn't even care yeah five dudes that's what's up that's
0: well uh yes these are your daughters guys by the way man when i was in high school this exact situation happened to me i shared this story about sarah all right. It was a little she looked just this is what Sarah looked like. A little white girl. She loved black guys. There was very few black guys at the school. We was all at her house one day and she was like, I'll take all of you on. And she she, Sarah has the same story as this woman. Right. There's nothing to do under the sun. And uh, a lot of your future wives are doing this. And listen, I don't mind them doing it. I just mind that they are trying to be wives. at the end. You're damaged goods at best. You're damaged goods at best. This story is not fake. This is real. And this is a real story. I've been in that same position. I've seen it. I've seen it with my own damn eyes. And the way culture is going, a lot of these mothers are trying to compete with the daughters out here trying to find their next man instead of parenting their daughters. And their daughters are getting ran through more times than the Holland Tunnel. Trust me. With no fathers around because you done excommunicated the father out of here.
1: She belongs to the streets.
0: What's your right. craziest confession?
2: My mom was in the room right next to me, right? Okay. And there was five dudes at my house, okay? Okay. All of them trained. Jesus Christ. Five. Yeah, my mom didn't even care. Yeah. Five dudes. That's what's up. That's...
0: Let me tell you something. Her mom probably wanted to get in on the action. Her mom was listening at the wall right there, drilling herself. Her mom wished she was the daughter. The mom wished that some of them pookies and chads came over to the next room i can guarantee you mom wanted to get in on that app right now because this woman looks probably 18 mom was like 36 37 38 mom wanted to get in i guarantee you and i guarantee you once she went to sleep she got a hold of some of them ninjas and told them to come back and finish mom out all right and she said mom was in the next door room it wasn't daddy all right guys this is the marketplace this is the marketplace. Let me show you one more story right here. Here's a woman. I think I have to, uh, and then we'll get out of here. It's a woman right here. She says, someone in the family had to have a thing for older men and rock and a rack that makes her six figures. What are we going to do with women in our society? This is kind of outside of the norm, but women can make a, uh, this picture doesn't do her justice. This is actually, she looks better than this, but um, this is what, this is what we're doing here. She has a rack that makes her six figures, allegedly. And I have a thing for older men. I don't know what the age is. You know, old is old. You know, if you're a 21-year-old, 30 is old. But, you know, it could be 40. Trust me, I've been in situations where it was close to 25-year age gap. No problem. There's women out there that'll do this. Uh, But here it is right here. (laughs) Uh, I can't play the music, but uh, as you can see, she's plain and average. I mean, she's she built like a a SpongeBob SquarePants. All right, so uh, this is the new monetized marketplace. You gotta adjust. We're not going backwards, guys. Guys, if you want virgins and you want love, it's gonna be harder for every man to find that. Some men can find it. There's a lot of men out here that look. There, guys, have you seen this? There's a lot of men that are in shape. They're muscular. They're fit. They have property. They have a hundred K salary, and they're with a busted Pillsbury biscuit can. This is how tough it is out here. Like, they're not even with top looking women. I'm like, that's your girl. Listen, you like what you like, but the problem is, those men know that it's so scarce out here. They have to take that. They're like, and that's why I did the video. You work so hard, and these are your pickings. And a lot of them have what? Low self-esteem themselves. They're, they have scarcity mindset. And they're just taking. They're like, what? I got to take what I can get out here. So what does that leave most men? Right there. <laughs> right? It's crazy. All right. Uh, CGA sings is in the building. He says the barbarian is at the gate, coach, rounding. He says running, round, stabbing showgirls at the strip. I think, uh, is that recent? I know that happened recently. Did they do that today as well? You got to watch out, man. It's bad. Did somebody do that today again? Oh, man, I hope not. Let me see Las Vegas. Let me see if it's in the news because that was a couple of weeks ago. Okay, that was probably last a couple of weeks ago. But, yeah, dudes are doing that, too. All right, I think we got all the stories. Appreciate y'all, man. Let me get all the PayPals before I go. Uh, hit the like button as you exit the stream, and I appreciate the support. I went overtime today. That means I'm going to give a little less tonight. Tonight. Let me check Venmo as I. Venmo is done. All right, I got to do this to support. All right, Cash App has Roderick. He says the Memphis Grizzlies in the building. I'm live, I might make a prediction about the Memphis Grizzle if they're ever going to win an NBA championship, mm, that John Morant and su- something special, that John Morant is such something special, but is he going to win an NBA championship? Mm, I got to think about that. It's the grizzle for all, uh, for God's sakes. All right. We got Kalen. He's going to end the show. All right. Divorce is different than death in the sense that death is expected. Whereas divorce isn't people can die from natural causes. death, Uh, divorce is the death people create for themselves. This is true. I like that analogy. So that's why then it does affect people differently because you're not anticipating it. And many people are blindsided by it. So you're true. It could be like a tragic death. He says uh, women who get pounded out by multiple guys when they're young will be desensitized like Julia Fox. A woman's body count will always matter. Yes, definitely. That's just the reality of it. I know people get past it and dues accept less but doesn't mean that things are going to work out anyway. Wow. And it's a financial death three hours and 12 minutes. That means it's time to go shout out to the coach gang. Look for the timestamps later, hit the like button on the way out of the building and enjoy. Enjoy your day. All right, man. Peace.